Previously on Critical Bits! We got these for from our fake from our spider party. Oh! <laughs> remember? Remember every the April every, Spider Party. April 17th, the Spider Party <laughs> Day. Spider, spider Day. Yeah. That one, it always is fun. Yeah. Although, like, I ha, yeah. I, I never Can remember like how it started. Yeah. This place is so weird. Mayor, Mayor, sure, because they saved the town from a yeah. giant spider and they, they yeah, wasn't and the, destroyed, yeah. so they're celebrating so that. So Spider Day. It was because the weird thing is it was a giant spider attacking the town, and the thing that stopped it was an even more giant <laughs> spider. <laughs> Hello, kids. Happy April 17th, or as it's known in Heavendale, Spider Day. Just like all the years before, I, Mayor Jonah Jackson, will be reading to you, the third grade class of Wallace H. Dale Elementary, the story of the Battle of Spider Day. Come gather around the spider bush with me as I tell you a tale. Fifteen years ago today, the town of Heavendale was forever changed. The citizens woke up and went about their days as usual, but none of them knew what was coming. Oh no. Some say the giant spider was sent to cleanse the land of evils long overdue for a reckoning. Others say it was just here looking for food. A select few even believed the spider was sent to give the townsfolk a common enemy to rise up against. You know, like in Watchmen. But not the movie, because that sucked. But also, if we're being honest, the graphic novel can be a bit problematic. But I digress. Fifteen years ago today, on April 17th. Heavendale was all but wiped out by a giant 100-foot-tall spider, and today I'm going to tell you about the brave souls that fought against the giant spider. Our story begins as I, the current and former mayor of Heavendale, was first informed of the giant spider's presence. Holy fuck! That's a giant-ass spider! Mayor Jackson, look! Oh god, thank you, Kaylin. Best assistant ever, okay! Knowing I had to act fast, I did what any mayor would do in a time of crisis. I delegated tasks. Heroes, Heroes of Heavendale! I've assembled, I've assembled you, you all here to fight this giant spider. You will be split into nine teams to take on the legs of the spider at the various locations they've landed. Wouldn't it just make sense to just make all nine teams focus on one area at a time to increase the overall impact and effectiveness of these attacks? Someone, Someone get, get that, that asshole out of here! <clears throat> Anyway, anyway, the first, the first leg, leg has been, been sighted, sighted near the, the cult, cult of the Octoleg's, Octoleg's headquarters. headquarters. The, the team, team sent to that, that will be... I'm Daniel. My character's name is Action Figure. Action Figure is a human-sized action figure with removable limbs that can move on their own. Hi, I'm Tori, and I am playing a hero known as Jackpot. He is a thrill-seeking celebrity vigilante with absurd, unnatural luck. I'm Brandon, and I'm going to be playing Ogwafer. Rafael Rivera is the recently elected interim senator in the Heavendale region, and he has the power of sinkhole creation. Leg, Leg two, two is landed, landed in the park, park and, and wouldn't, wouldn't you know, you know it, on it on Puppy in the Park, park Day. day. We're, We're sending... I'm Kim, and my superhero is Death Spray, and I have the ability to transform into a can of Raid. My name is Ashley, and I play Bredusa. She has the deadly power to turn anyone into loaf of bread when she makes eye contact with them. My name is Becca, and I am playing Astrid. She can materialize anything by spelling it out loud. 
mode, and she is the world's worst speller. My name is Alexa, and I am playing Blue Bullet. And she can control water and make them into bullets, but she can only control the water inside of her body. As, As everyone, everyone knows, knows, the bus, the bus in, in and out, out of town is very important to us. To, us. to, defend, to defend our public, public transportation, we have Heavendale's Channel 4 Action, Action News Team. Hi, I'm Tommy Ray. Uh, I'm playing the Warcaster. Uh, I am a weather person. I got in a freak accident when a power surge infused me with the technology of the prediction software. So now I can see the cosmic mathematics of everything within my mind's eye, which then lets me have the number six calculate the probability of different outcomes based on actions but i have very bad dyscalculia so odds may must be taken with an extreme grain of salt my name is jimmy i'm gonna be playing anchorman i am a news anchor who has super strength a very common normal power and one time i used a big ship's anchor as a funny joke and no one's ever let me let that go so now i just have to deal with that forever Hi, it's Maggie Mae Fish. I'm playing Jane Jenkins, and she is a beat reporter. And her superpower is uh, spotting weaknesses. And she also has a clicky pen, a Northwestern University clicky pen. My name is Casey, uh, a.k.a. Manovsky or Manovsky article. I am going to be playing Glass Cannon, who is the local sportscaster. Uh, Glass discovered that he had the tremendous ability to build up large amounts of kinetic energy and discharge it into other things things, it comes at a cost that anytime he uses it, it breaks whatever part of his body he uses. Leg 4 doesn't, doesn't seem to be in a, a bad spot, spot honestly, honestly, but, but just, just in case, case we're, we're shipping out. out. My name's Aaron. I'm going to be playing Cat Dude, and he has all the powers of a cat. The difference is that where more normal cat superheroes have cat powers that are cool, like super agility, and they can jump and scratch and stuff like that, he doesn't. He just has the powers of, like, a normal house cat. I'm Adam. I play Spider Guy. His skill set is that he can control spiders, but there's no like poisonous spiders anywhere near Heavendale at all. It's not that useful. He can also like climb walls and stuff. He's real excited because uh, his spider museum tomorrow it's uh the sale goes down so he's about to retire i'm nick i'm going to be playing big o so he's got like super strength and everything like that i only have a 30 second memory but one of my powers is that i can remember a memory that happened literally decades ago my name is Gatlin. I'm going to be playing the zookeeper. His power is he can transform into uh, mammals. Leg, Leg 5 is, is dangerously, dangerously close, close to the power, power plant. plant. Since, Since we, we need, need power, power to, to play, play video, video games, games, we're sending... My name is Amos Glass, and my hero's name is Scooter. He has amazing bow and arrow tricks. I am Dart. I am Scooter's young ward. Dart's powers are, he's got uh, sweet flips and jumps. Hi, my name is Brooke. I'm playing Barbie. She's really got control of her emotional um, mind control. Hi, I'm Sarah. My superhero's name is Harmony because she channels the elements. Hi, my name's Andrew Johnson. I'm playing Ace Stevenson, I'm a disgraced legacy. The, the hospital, hospital is, is vital, vital to town. town. We, can't we can't let anything, anything happen, happen to it, and leg six, six is, is too, too close for comfort. comfort. That's, That's why, why we're, we're sending. My name's Jack. I will be playing the rancher with his psionic lasso and incredible cow riding powers. I'm the mayor's brother, Johan Jackson. Definitely not also played by Jonah Jackson. My superhero <laughs> name is Nacho Man. My name is Jake. I will be playing Spellbook, a wizard who has a book of spells embedded into 
the forearm of his left arm. Even, even though the, the fight, fight hasn't, hasn't even started, started yet, yet, there, there are, are already some protests against us attacking the spider. This is a delicate situation, so we're calling in. I'm Harris. Uh, and my character's name is Mister. He has the amazing power to blend in to things. He's just very easy to lose in a crowd and uh, <laughs> against an uncomplicated background. They did one time go to a fortune teller, and the fortune teller told them that when they die, they'll have a much better power. Hey, I'm uh, I'm Branson Reese. Uh, my character's name is uh, Bone Daddy. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's 73. Uh, he used to be a, a roadie for Kiss until he found out that his uh, his superpower is he can control his own bones. So Bone Daddy, like if Bone Daddy wanted to like move his arm, he his brain just like tells his arm to move and the bones will move in whatever direction he tells it to move. Although to the naked eye, it looks just like normal movement. <laughs> my name is Ollie. My superhero is called The Shadow and uh, he's 19 and he has the ability to hear people's thoughts but only when they're thinking bad things about him. Before, Before I assign, I assign leg, leg 8, we, we do, do need, need to, to address, address the sheer height, height of this creature. creature. I'm, I'm calling out of retirement, retirement the two, two best, best pilots Evendale's ever seen. seen. Alright, I'm Tom Snowden, uh, and I am playing Thomas II, uh, retired RAF fighter pilot. My power is that I got a, an old Victorian-era heavy cannon embedded in my chest, and I'm now able to fire anything that I place inside my chest uh, with incredible speed and accuracy. I'm Tom Rawson, and I'm going to be playing Thomas One. And not just being a crack pilot, I also have command of the winds themselves, which I use to make a bit of money on the side as a stunt pilot. Now, now back, back to, to leg, leg eight, eight it's, it's oh, oh, oh shit, it's, it's attacking City Hall. Um, oh, oh, oh no. Oh, there aren't any more heroes on the list. Uh, you, you four, non-suspicious non law-abiding citizens climbing in that window. window. I'm Paul Byron, and- And the nitwit. I use the powers of an enchanted ball of yarn to knit things that are helpful, like Green Lantern, but yarn. Hey, I'm Shelby, and I'm playing the tax man. His power is, uh, well, this isn't his power, but he's just got lots of pockets full of tax. And his power is that he's immune to small punctures. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'll be playing Blindside. He can turn invisible, but he can't see while he's doing it. I'm Shannon, and I'm playing the arsonist who is an arsonist. Fight, Fight on, on, you brave heroes. heroes. If, if anyone, anyone needs me, me well, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be busy. busy. And, and I, I lost, lost my phone, phone so, so don't, don't try, try to call me. me. Don't, don't look, look for me. me. Uh, uh, just, just, Kaylin's got, got it. it. And before these heroes knew it, they were all in a treacherous battle with the giant spider. First up, the brave heroes at leg one. Your team has been sent to leg one. Right around it, you see a <laughs> bunch of robed individuals, and on the back of their robe, there's an intricate spider sewn in. A few of them are wearing the traditional octo-leg uh, headpiece, which is just a hat that mimics the many eyes of a spider. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you see there's there's four of them worshiping the, the leg as it stomps around. What do y'all do? So action figure only wears, he wears uh, like those form-fitting shorts. He's like, he's shirtless to show off his chiseled body. He's also hairless. And I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of stand there and position myself so that the sunlight reflects off my body. I don't want to do hero work. I just want to look good. Uh, yeah, you're very successful in uh, looking good. One of the cult members looks over their shoulder at you and stops worshiping for a second, but then is screamed at by what you can tell is at least the leader of this small group as they're told to uh, continue praising 
the giant one, but you can tell they're still they're still keeping you in their peripherals. I'm already living in their head rent free. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What are the other two doing? Aguifer starts to step forward, just like holds out hands. He's dressed in like a suit. It's kind of like it's not a great suit. It doesn't fit him super well, but it's like doing the job, right? It's like minimum politician suit with the sleeves rolled up to like just show like jacked arms. And he starts like walking up to them and goes, citizens of uh, Heavendale's outlying regions. So wonderful for you to have come and joined us here. Listen, if we could just have a minute to talk, this isn't an octopus leg. Uh, this is a spider, which is similar to an octopus. But if you just come with us, uh, I can explain some of those differences. While so my a lot, a lot of people get confused. Here. I know their name is Octoleg, but we're about like eight legs. Eight and legs. So we like spiders. Oh. But I, I guess uh, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. A little partial octopus myself. If a giant octopus come, I think I'd worship it too. But generally, you know, we got we're into spiders and stuff like that. And uh, that too. Oh, wait, oh wait, okay. You, didn't you just win that special election? I, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I wish I, I would have voted Senator for you, but uh, as you know, this uh, technically I can't vote in Heavendale elections because uh, this is a sovereign nation of uh, of just cult people, and you know we, we we don't really pay taxes here, so I can't vote. I understand, and I can't even tell you how much I respect your people here gathered, and how much I respect that fact, and. Uh, we are not going to try to claim this land, despite what my opposition has said throughout the entire election. Oh god, I'm turning way more evil than I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I was inspiring hope. I want to approach them. I feel like there's also a, a little pocket in my cape where I keep little headshots. And I'm going to approach them and I'm going to start pulling out photos of myself and signing them. And as they're kind of chanting, I'm going to kind of like start pushing the photos of myself on them. And when I tell them that like, I have a gig tomorrow, I'm walking in a fashion show, I'm the, the headliner in this fashion show and they should come see me. I'm going to, I'm going to lie to them and tell them that I'm going to be modeling some spider themed fashions. You even get the attention of the, of the leader that was demanding that they keep worshiping. And between the two of you uh, talking about modeling careers and politics, you've actually distracted all of the cult members and they're now just talking to you about various things. And, and it kind of seems like this is the first time they're talking about anything that just isn't involved <laughs> worshiping spiders or things with eight legs and it's kind of refreshing jackpot you see this kind of happening uh, everyone's a little distracted and no one really notices that the spider leg has raised up and is about to come smashing down on this uh, now just very casual conversation i uh want to like throw myself in there and try to catch this spider leg. Because I really want you to understand, nothing has ever gone wrong for Jackpot in his entire life. He is completely unafraid of death. You run without even, you know, thinking about it to, to try to catch the <laughs> giant leg of the spider. And you hold your hands up in the air, ready to just catch it. <laughs> even though you're pretty confident it will work, you still, right before the spider leg hits, like you close your eyes and you're bracing for the impact. And you are expecting to feel impact coming from above, but actually you feel like you're being pulled back as right before the spider leg crushes the entire group of you, you you see the head cult leader walk out of their building and scream as they summon summon spider magic and use a magical web to pull all of you out from under the the leg of the spider as they scream we can't do ritual sacrifices unless we cleanse the sacrifices how many times do we have to tell you this and the other cult members are my, now my like, skin is already cleansed 
please. <laughs> so we're, are we all tangled up in web now? Like, so all of you are tangled in in one giant web together, but it's the three of you and the four cult members that were worshiping the spider as they all start to like let out mumbled apologies to the to the cult leader. Hold on. I've got an idea. And Aguifer just like raises his hands up and pulls them down. And all seven of us just plunge into water as the ground sinks underneath us. We're like dragged through the street into just like muddy, disgusting, gross sediment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, in, my, in my head, I'm definitely thinking like, oh my God, my pores. This should get the webs <laughs> off of us. It seems our heroes over at Leg One might have sunk into some trouble. Get, get it? He makes sinkholes! Oh, whatever. On to Leg Two! We find our heroes have to not only deal with a giant spider, but also save all of the kids and puppies in the park for the monthly Kids and Puppies in the Park Day. Your group has been as assigned to Leg Number Two. <laughs> Y'all make your way to the park and sure enough you see all the kids are so distracted by all the cute puppies that they haven't realized that this uh, giant spider leg is stomping around them. As you get there you slowly start to see coming from the back end of the spider giant spider egg pods landing all around and there's um, like a mastiff dog sized spider like there's multiple of those coming out of the spider eggs oh, no. and are all uh, running towards like the grouping of children and puppies. What do y'all do <laughs> we laugh um, holy cow well i shout aerosol powers activate and i press on the top of my head and i start spinning in circles saying shh as so i transform into a can of raid yes are you like a large can of raid yes or? i'm a life-size can of raid i have arms and legs and my face is the nozzle <laughs> you have arms and legs and you turn into like a a, a person-sized can of raid correct and there's a good grouping of spiders next to you that you just start you know wiping out pretty pretty easily they're they're kind of defenseless uh against you being you know a human-sized can of bug killer <laughs> So yeah, death spray is uh, off to a great start. <laughs> we need to help the the children and the puppies. Maybe maybe we can we can get them to shelter. Let's let's. I know. Okay. Shelter. S H E L L. I don't know how to spell shelter. As you spell out shell, a giant shell appears in front of you and the sky and just like comes smashing down on a, on on one of the spider pods that was like uh, hatching eggs and and crushes three of the spiders <laughs> i just can't think that's great just try not to hit the kids or the puppies yeah we don't want our plans here to go awry <laughs> i think you say that not understanding how powerful you are one of the puppy's legs just turns into a little baguette as it's wagging <laughs> oh no producer <laughs> producer you need to aim better <laughs> What's Blue Bullet up to? I think she's just going to start <laughs> using the water from her body to 
shoot spiders. <laughs> you start like just sniper shotting water bullets with all the spiders around you. Uh, I think now with the commotion of the fight, it's actually drawn attention of a couple of the kids in the park and you hear one of them scream like, oh man, I didn't realize that puppy day was going to turn into spider day. I love spiders. And it start running up to one of the, um, <gasps> like oh, one no. of the smaller spiders trying to embrace it for a hug. And you see like the spiders oh, like running no. straight for it. Fangs bearing out. Oh no. Well, I can fly. So I start to fly, but I can only use one arm because I need one hand to press my uh, nozzle so I just kind of fly in circles <laughs> and I'm trying to get to the kid so you're able to you are able to spray the one spider going towards the kid and you just barely miss the child on that but on one of your loops around because you can only use one hand so you're kind of just going in a circle you do accidentally spray a couple of volunteer parents that were there um, and so you now, you now, luckily they're just parents, so they already had lives. Uh, and you now start to see them uh, gagging and all, on all the raid spray that you just emitted. Yeah, death spray, you gotta be more careful too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when parents get hurt. That's why I never want to have kids, the dirty sons of bitches. Uh, <clears throat> yep, in an uh, elementary school. Forget every year. <sighs> so, leg three. Heavendale's own Channel 4 action news team was about to uncover a tangled web of... news? Y'all are sent to leg number three. The main bus in and out of town stops there. And sure enough, when you get there, you see the leg of a hundred foot tall spider crushing around and there's civilians all over the place running around scared. And it's up to the four of you to save this section of Heavendale from the spider leg. What are y'all gonna do? We interrupt this program <laughs> for, for channel four at leg three. Is the bus around? Is like the bus there? You said there's a bus stop. Is there like a bunch of people? There's some people that look like they they were waiting for some people to arrive and also waiting to get on the bus once it leaves. Should we go interview them? Now might not be the time. Okay, all right. Well, I have my clicky pen ready. The probability of danger is a very high. No, no, there's never a bad time for a story. The only story that we're going to be reporting on today is that spider's demise. And I rush off towards people, I suppose, to help. Yeah, you start to... Um, Go and um, try to try to help people, but uh, a few of the crowd that are running around, they all stop and go, "Oh my God, is that the Channel Four News team? Oh, I, I, I swear, I, I always wanted to meet you." Oh, and they all start trying to take um, selfies with you. And um, as that happens, you start to see from the back of the giant spider projectiles shot off up into the air, and um, a few land around you. You see uh, two pods land down, and from each of these, let's say about six spiders from each of those the size of a of a normal sized dog start to crawl out and uh, you know are, are going towards some of the civilians around oh they're kind of cute i like them agree to disagree in this situation it, there's like people around trying to take selfies with us oh, well, <laughs> don't well, worry glass is wrangling them all so glass is gladly taking all of the selfies with everyone and lining up <laughs> uh an ad with all four of our smiling faces hanging at the bus stop <laughs> so trying to make sure that's in the background of every shot great and i'm uh, there uh nervously uh letting you guys know that there is a very uh high chance of uh death coming your way so uh, if you would like to maybe move along that would be nice you see you see one of the civilians you know, uh, like, like stealing the 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 math, people maybe it's time to yeah. get it. you see mm. one of the civilians trying to go up and um feed some old bread that it has 
to one of the uh, one of the spiders like it's like like a pigeon or some shit. And the spider is like opening up its mouth as as you as it looks like it's about to try to take a bite out of the arm of this elderly person that just wants to befriend a, a spider. You know, like you don't need math to know that that's not a good idea, man. Can I grab one of the cell phones, the closest projectile that I can think of from somebody and super strength throw it at the spider's face area. You take one of the cell phones from the people taking selfies with glass cannon and you just hurl it and right before the spider can take a bite out of this old person's hand this cell phone just like explodes through its head and just sends a little bit of um, spider blood all over this person. So upon exploding its head you splash um, some some acidic spider poison onto the civilian. Mm. Not what I was mm. expecting. You can build mm, a channel for mm. news team, by the way, and I, <laughs> I rush over to try and wrangle spiders by hand away from people. Anchorman is is busy trying to fight off spiders, and but you no, know, as more and more get on you, it seems a bit harder. So Anchorman's currently disposed, and then Jane Jenkins, your beat reporter eyes, um, you do see the bus pull up, and mm. off of it steps who you know as the Heavendell hero dog that was just at the Great War, and it's being greeted by its family as it comes home, and it's wearing like a little cute veteran no. outfit and has like badges oh. on it. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I team. I am so sorry. I'm going to have to just like pause this spider uh, real quick. To I got to get the story. The hero dog has arrived. It'll be 10 we, minutes tops. Kind of mind here. I mean, maybe okay. we can spare five. Uh... Get that. Story. Great. Great. I'll yeah. take five minutes. This Great. is important. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't do it. You go up to the hero dog and its family is like they're all they're all hugging on him and and he's licking them back and everything like that. And uh, what, what are you going to what kind of interview you want to do? All, all of his family just kind of look at you and it's funny too because they all do that weird left head tilt like dogs do but then without missing a beat the dog just responds with a and as you all figure out you may not have known this but jane jenkins can speak dog yes thank you i'm often underestimated for my interspecies uh communication skills is that one of our best or is that just a thing that's good college right there did you like Duolingo that? Or? Yeah, I, you know, Northwestern University, it has a high, uh, it's got a high price tag, but you know, what you get from, from it is, mm-hmm. um, it's more than just an education. You learned that on the beat. <laughs> yeah, as you, as you're interviewing, as you're interviewing the hero dog and, uh, you get, you get really, you get some really great responses from them. It's going to really, this is definitely going to be the top, um, story of the news hour after uh, the yes. giant spider that is. Naturally. And uh, so you, you're able to get uh, the hero dog on your side, actually. And because um, you're so respectful speaking its native tongue, he tells you that he'll actually join up and help you fight off the spiders as he then uh, <laughs> lunges into action to help fighting the spiders that are on top of Anchorman. Ah, uh, the hero dog of Heavendale. Fun fact, I actually knew his brother. Or was that just a dog I saw on the street? Oh, well. Leg four! You know, now that I think of it, I don't know why I didn't send the Action 4 news team to Leg 4. I don't know if it would have gone better, but it for sure wouldn't have gone as bad as it did. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. Y'all are sent to your leg. It seems relatively, you know, just like a giant spider leg if you'd ever seen one before. All right, spider guy, like this is this is what you do. So we should just be able to hang back, right? Like this is this is like we don't really have to do anything. I think I can do it. I'm I'm not really too sure. I I don't want to like steal all the thunder. Uh uh uh. I mean, I, I, if you want to like try a couple things before do I it. get. Come on. Uh, I mean, what I what's, what's what's with all the talk, the talking? Just go. Just do it. 
Come okay. on, I gotta okay. get home to the kids. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, Spider Guy, it seems like you. It seems like uh, the team wants you to go first. So, what what are you gonna try to do? Uh, I'm going to slowly walk up to the spider leg, and I'm going to command the spider to to calm down and stop. You try to start uh, connecting with the spider, um, and it seems weird because uh, all the other spiders you've talked to, um, you know, there, there's definitely a spider language, and I think it's kind of like a psychic link that you have with them, so it's not necessarily that you can speak spider, it's just that you can commune with them. This one's, it's kind of having a hard time, like you tapping in to the mind of the spider, but it does seem like you might, you're having some progress if you kind of give it a little bit. What's taking so long? Let's go. I don't know. It's, it's different. Leave me alone. Okay, you yeah, keep your I'll, God. I, I got plans. We got to go. Wait, oh, wait, so, wait, guys, guys. What number leg is this again? Uh, Cat dude, uh, are you t- what are you doing? Taking a little nap? <laughs> no, no. He's uh, around the corner of a building and basically is just glaring at the big spider. Doesn't trust him yet. <laughs> Cat dude. <laughs> I don't know about that thing. The the building that you're, you know, <laughs> glaring around the corner at, um, from behind you, you hear um, what sounds like two two pods like slamming into the ground uh, making making small about like you know five foot craters um on the street next to you i I do that thing where like if you scare your cat and it's not paying attention it jumps up into the air for a second and then (laughs) runs around the corner (laughs) great yeah i think yeah with your with your cat like uh agility you're able to just like hop up in the air somehow in the air still like propel yourself forward and now you're on the other side of the building uh staring around also i do a cool kick flip (laughs) (laughs) yeah you do you kick flip around the building is there anybody around do they clap do they like it do they think i look cool uh, well the the what you see is like two giant pod looking things covered in webbing and crawling out from it there's two pony sized spiders crawling out so there's a four in total Mm. two coming from each pod it's too bad they're not like regular size spiders because i would chase and eat those you could still try to eat pony size spiders you're not you couldn't eat them as easily as you would just normal size spiders you're very persuasive i'm gonna eat those spiders so i'm looking for a fire escape is there any like on the side of these buildings you have a fire escape maybe i can get up on like a catwalk i want to pounce at them from the oh, top i get it i get it catwalk <laughs> the building that you're on like you notice that there is a catwalk and it's uh, it's about you know three stories up that you can get up to <laughs> from a fire escape and sure enough you're able to just get up there and then I think as Zookeeper is like screaming at Spider Guy about what to do and Big O keeps asking what the mission was, <laughs> all of you turn to see Cat Dude jumping down. I think you just let out a big weird meow as you're just sailing <laughs> through the air and you land on top of one of these pony-sized spiders just ripping into it with your cat teeth and claws. <laughs> no, it's just regular teeth. <laughs> Great. Yeah, your, your regular teeth. And uh, do you have like cat eyes or do you wear in contact? Not even. Just just regular eyes. So you're just, just an asshole. You're not actually <laughs> like... Okay, so you're just a man with cat-like powers, <laughs> but no <laughs> physical alterations to make you look more cat-like. Nope, nope. You've discovered my my entire lie. You all see this n- normal-looking human that goes by Cat Dude jump off a three-story catwalk <laughs> and literally start ripping in to this spider. Um, and then I think, like, you know, Cat Dude's oh. Oh bloodless just sends him into a fury is like one spider is just like ripped apart and you see him like attacking a second one what do the rest of you do so i stop yelling at spider guy just for a second and i see all of this unfold i say hold, hold on cat guy uh I'm, I'm coming and then i try to transform into a jaguar as soon as like you like put one foot in the air like you just immediately morph into a jaguar so i I'm, i start to run toward uh, so whatever the- you can cosplay 
<laughs> so I start to run uh, run toward the spider, and I do a running leap on the back of the one that that uh, cat guy is currently attacking. As soon as you land, you like you dig your your claws into it and you just start you know ripping it to shreds. And spider guy, you you still trying to tap into the brain of like of the giant spider you kind of get the sense of fear from these other two spiders because mm-hmm. you can tell they're you know they were just like surveying the area getting the getting the lay of the land and like you know immediately as soon as they came out of their pods were just like two of their friends were just murdered next to them and uh they're they're a little scared but you know you can tell they're they're there to serve and protect the uh the giant spider <laughs> what are you doing big o uh i am taking a page out of spider guys book and i see a big leg and I'm a big guy, so I think, oh, well, I mean, I'm going to stay with the thing that's big. And I start just climbing the leg. Okay, so you, you're you starting to climb up the leg, but um, you're, having a, you're having a hard time because as soon as you, like, jump on and start climbing up the legs, all of the hairs on the side, like the spider's leg, are, like, razor sharp and stabbing into you. So you run, jump up, and, like, get stabbed by a bunch of, like, spider leg hairs and jump back down. 30 seconds goes by, and then you just think, oh, you know what? I should run up this leg. <laughs> and so you are just kind of in this terrible loop yes. of just like running up this running up this leg as you're just like shredding your skin and, uh, and everything. I think the zookeeper and cat dude are able to just wipe out the other spiders. I do not see how a man with the powers of a house cat is even considered a superpower. Now, I have friends that are lazy assholes. You don't see them fighting crime. Leg 5 found itself next to the Heavendale power plant. And the team we called together that day, well, let's just say they all had a lot to prove. Because they did some really fucked up shit before. All of you get to the power plant, and sure enough, you do see the leg of a 100-foot-tall spider. As soon as you get there, you see that it has already done some uh, severe damage to the power plant, and there seems to be some fires and um, and whatnot happening. And none of you are electricians, but you can all pretty much guess that's not how a power plant should go. <laughs> well, Scooter, what are, who are these people? This is my own game, Dart. We gotta take, we gotta save the city and kill the spider's leg. I, I don't know. I can't really, I'm not really, I'm not I haven't really used my powers, powers in years. Yeah, I can't. Who do you think I am? I work in a lab. If anyone could do it, we can do it. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm As you're all outside ready, doubting yourselves, um, you see the front door of the power plant burst open as numerous employees of the power plant come running, screaming out. And behind them, you see somebody who you can only assume is a manager screaming, no, you can't, you can't, you, you can't leave the power plant. We have to man it. If no one's here, it's going to, just going to blow up. And he goes, help, some, somebody has to help me run the power plant. Go by yeah, me. I would have run over there and I just want to put my hands on him as a hot 42 year old woman. I just want to say, hey, 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 you calm down. You chill the fuck out. They'll come back. You put your hands on him, and and sure enough, he he enjoys the touch of a hot 42-year-old woman (laughs) because it's been about 20 years since uh, just any person touched him, let alone... An attractive person, um, and, he, he, and he really gets his guard down, and then rips off his manager badge and goes, "You know what? You're right. Everyone will come back, but not me." He goes, "Here, 
you're in charge now. And he hands you he hands you a, a, a name tag that just says manager. And then he pulls out this um, this giant binder from his back pocket. Um, it seems ludicrous that it could fit back there. But sure enough, he pulls out this thousand page binder and on it reads how to run a power plant for dummies. I upgraded and I start flipping through. Wow, this is actually a perfect dream. I know. For Barbie. I know. <laughs> are, the, are all the people gone? And as you as you are flipping through, you start to hear um, sirens go off from inside the plant. As you all recognize it as a warning sign of a possible meltdown imminent. Guys, we gotta jump in there and save the power plant from exploding. Yeah, but I'm the manager. Don't forget. Now come on in. We can do it. Uh, what is the spider's leg doing? Smashing around on things. It, it looks like the spider is like shifting in place. It doesn't seem like it's aggressive towards you or notices you. Okay, then never mind. If it's not aggressive, we'll let it ice skate. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's generally aggressive because it's smashing the city to parts. But oh, it's not okay. like it's not like you know. Um, it, it like y- you are all are like literal ants to this hundred foot tall spider. Okay, I would like to try to like bend the earth to hook its leg, if that makes sense. You start to uh, conjure an earthquake as everybody else uh, runs inside. While doing so, um, you do summon some earth up to wrap around the um, spider leg. Doing so has actually shifted the earth underneath the power plant, and it now looks even more unstable. Okay, and then I run back. Oh. In. I run into the power plant. As you run inside, uh, being the last, the last one of you that actually uh, enters the power plant, the door closes behind you, and you hear an announcer voice go over the intercom, going, "Now entering meltdown safety mode. Locking doors in three, two, one. Facility on lockdown." Okay, there's gotta be something in this manual. Hold on, and I start flipping through. Trying to find the word meltdown as fast as I can. You find a a section called what to do in a meltdown. And it (laughs) says, step one, go to the control room. Okay, we got to go to the control room. (gasps) To the control room. Let's hop to it. What's step two? (laughs) Uh, hold on. Step two, check all the levels. Make sure everything's in the okay meter. If not, refer to step three. Okay, everything's got to be on an okay meter. If not, we go to step three. Which is? I don't know. Hold on. And I look at the book. Once you flip to the uh, step three, there is an outrageous amount of mathematic equations <gasps> that seem almost foreign to you, as well as a series of steps that um, the step one and two each only on a page um, themselves, but like we're just in the very center of it. It seems like there was not really a good use of uh, paper space. But then step three Classic. seems to be um, about the length of 12 pages with a ever decreasing size font. How many floors are on this power plant? There's four floors. You start on the first one and all of you are running and following the signs pointing to the control room, which is on the first floor. Oh, great. So funny thing. Step three says see step two. So, we just gotta make sure it's okay. We'll so be fine. Let's split up looking. and I'll take a floor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's all going to the control room? I think I'm going with Nora. Sure, I would like to go to the yeah. control room. I'll hop okay. to the top. I'm off to floor number three. I'm gonna go to wherever is the most dangerous place. Ace, you, you go to the... Um, to the core of the reactor. Nora and Barbie make their way to the control room and uh, you start to read the controls and they're on levels of normal, 
okay-ish, okay, and oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. You start to see everything is reading at the very end scale of okay, and you start to see things are slowly tipping into the oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck range. Mainly, one of them is that the emergency uh, water system seems to have a clog in it, as well as the core reactor is at dangerously high levels of heat. And then you also see that the um, structure of the roof itself seems to be unstable. One of the things you come across in this is that this entire facility is made to where if it self-contains the meltdown, it will just destroy the building itself. But if the structure of the building is damaged, all of the radiation from that would leak out and um, possibly destroy Heavendale itself. Okay. I gotta go where the water is. Yeah. And I start to go where that water clog is. Okay. Yeah. I'll stay. I'll I'll get it from oh fuck to oh, okay. Is there any like buttons to push or it's just like <laughs> like a meter? There, there are a series of buttons, but uh, once again, you do not know what any of them do, but you can feel free to start punching any of them you would like. Go punch one. What color of a button would you push? There's multiple colors of buttons. What color would most draw your eye? like a purple. All right, uh, you push the purple color and then you hear third level floor vent activated. And we're going to cut up to the third oh, level shit. as Scooter makes uh, makes makes his way up there and you see one employee um, of the power plant running around and freaking out because they weren't able to get out before the oh, lockdown no. initiated and they see a hero and get very excited. You start to hear over the intercom level 3 vents activated. One of the barricaded windows opens up and starts to suck out all of the air um, on the third third level and so the employee of the power plant before it can say anything to scooter gets sucked out and just jettisoned into into the street uh, at such forces that it just crushes its body on the ground um, and scooter you are now um, grabbing on to whatever's closest to you to be able to hold yourself in what are you doing Scooter once meant something to this city. He was a beacon of hope, and now... Well, you'll see. If you thought leg five seemed dire, well, that's because you haven't gotten to leg six. That's the leg that... It took my brother's life. Not even the hospital could save him, because he was trying to save the, the hospital. The three of you have been assembled to take on leg six. So your job is to not only defeat the spider leg, but also uh, help evacuate the hospital attendees and protect them. You arrive to leg six and there are people running around frantically scared, not knowing what to do as the spider leg just narrowly misses uh, crashing down the hospital. What are y'all going to do? My God, it's huge. Oh, yes, that, that is one it big is. ass spider. So the leg is the crashing leg, into the hospital currently. It's hit the hospital a few times, but it's not like completely destroyed it, but it definitely looks like the hospital is uh, pretty weak against spider legs. They didn't put a lot of defense against it when they were building it. <laughs> it is mm. it is just winged the hospital. Yeah. It's taken out like non-necessary surgical emergencies. It took out the ward that just removed stuff from people's butts, even though they know it shouldn't fit up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Butt ward. 
you know, my brother's been sent there a couple of times. <laughs> really? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the ward's named after him. <laughs> the Jonah Jackson butt ward. <laughs> College was wild, man. Well, if you say so. He was very self-conscious about his powers never coming, and he acted out a lot. It, you know, it happens. Well, I mean, personally, I'm just glad to know that we got someone who's so worldly wise in charge. Damn straight. He's a good man. All right. Uh, I can I can run distraction on the spider if you guys want to uh, try to wrangle up some uh, patience. That's the word. Sorry, did you say wrangle? You know I did. <laughs> okay, then. I'll try to weave up some protective spells around the hospital. You access the spell book embedded inside of you and you do find a... Yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to describe this because I'm rather proud of it. Uh, you see that once uh, Spellbook starts casting the spell, you can see a skin flap opening in his forearm and just another skin oh. flap opening and you see that these are pages of the book and they keep rotating until, uh, until Spellbook finds the spell that he needs and starts casting it. That is amazing. So you flip you flip through your flesh pages uh, yes. until you eventually find a spell that says Hospital Protectus. Yes, precisely. And you begin to cast it uh, as a as a as a glow starts to emit from from you and slowly cover the entire hospital. It seems like uh, it seems like Spellbook has been able to um, help protect the hospital a little longer. Rancher, what are you doing? Um, first of all, looking on in horror, I think, because that looks like it hurts. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> No, he didn't say that it doesn't hurt. It just is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's very true. I, I want to get people out of the hospital, and I think the best way to do that would be to send in a, a barbed wild steer, which uh, is just a huge cow, which is covered in Velcro. <laughs> the whole purpose of it is to just catch everyone's clothes as it runs through the hospital. It's like the worst game of Buckaroo you've and ever seen. And so your ranching powers allow so you just have these steers at the ready or your rancher powers allow you to just summon them? You know, when I, when I need a steer, there's a steer. I love it. You do your steer call and sure enough, um, your Velcro clad steer comes running seemingly out of nowhere but you always knew it was right around the corner and um, bust through the doors of the hospital and you hear people screaming from inside, what the fuck is this steer? Oh, I'm stuck on it! <laughs> As it starts to just make trips in and out, uh, just like tossing people outside, anybody that had sticky enough clothing to be stuck to this Velcro steer. <laughs> As you start to rescue a few people. Nacho Man, what are you doing? I'm going to buy them some time by causing a distraction, so I'll... I'll uh go sort of away from the hospital a little bit where I'm still in range of the spider and I'm just going to start vomiting copious amounts of melted cheese onto the spider leg. Oh no, why did I not think that was going to be your power? Great. Nacho Man uh, walks up and summons from the depth of his belly uh, gallons and gallons of boiling hot nacho cheese as he starts to oh, just yeah. spew... Spewed on the spider, the giant An spider. An stream. 
Yeah. The giant spider doesn't seem to be too hurt by this, but it's just kind mm. of like, instead of like smashing around like it was, it's just kind of like slowly moving its leg back as Nacho Man just kind of slowly follows and continues to vomit nacho yeah. cheese on it. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best foley. Uh, and as, as this is happening, um, you hear from the back of the giant spider uh, what sounds to be like cannons going off as you see a spider egg launch off the back of the spider and goes crashing into the uh, hospital itself. It hit the first floor and you can see through the hole that it made that it is sending out two four foot tall spiders that are starting to attack hospital guest. I am gonna try and lasso a spider. Uh, I think that's that's what I gotta do. Like, are they on the roof? It was shot up and then like landed into the first floor, so like broke a hole in the wall and landed on like the first floor of the hospital. So that's where you're able to see it. So yeah, they are within lasso and distance. I gotta get that brain rope going and then just like whip this psionic lasso at these. It's still distressingly large, but much smaller than the other spider spiders. Uh, yeah, and so you throw your lasso. <laughs> So in there and are able to grab one of them little little spiders and and start reeling it in towards you right before it can like bite the face off of a uh, of a hospital patient spellbook what are you doing after and at this point you've um you have cast the protection spell on the hospital the spider egg hit hit right before the the spell completely encompassed the entire building so it seems like it will now be safe from projectiles they got right in under the uh, under the wire i'm gonna look in my skin flappy spell book for a, a fireball spell and I'll try to hit the one that has been just wrangled. Yeah, you flip those flesh pages, uh, <laughs> and then you you see a spell labeled Big Burnimus. <laughs> you, you cast it, and you blow the shit out of the one four-foot-tall spider that was inside of the uh, building. You're able to actually penetrate the magical barrier itself because you made it so you can send your magic through. But yeah. you did just send a fireball into a hospital. <laughs> and just for a four foot tall spider. So the spider is immediately roasted, but the hospital is now starting to catch fire. I should have thought of that. <laughs> Y'all have any kind of idea of uh, what roasted giant spider might taste like? Well, we can find <laughs> You literally have the worst power I've ever come across. <laughs> No, no, actually, I don't know. We've got skin flaps here. We've got infinite nacho cheese here. I can't deal with any of this. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, kids. That hospital didn't stand a chance against that weird flesh wizard to begin with. Live and learn, am I right? Leg seven. Democracy in action here. Even though this spider was destroying the entire town, a bunch of dumb fucking hippies went to protest us attacking it. Fucking hate hippies. Your team has been assigned leg number seven of the giant spider. But as you arrive there to fight off the spider, you do see a group of uh, protesters uh, holding signs saying, don't hurt the spider. And it seems like there is a anti-spider violence protest group happening at the site of the seventh leg y'all have been sent to and forming kind of like a picket line in defense oh, of great. the lake. When you get there, there's actually uh, a group of superheroes that were trying to fight off the spider before you got there. 
And one of them in passing just like tells you that they can't handle any more bad PR. They can't go against a picket line and they tell you tell you all good luck as they pat you on the shoulder and you hear one of them talk about how, you know, they, they just accidentally killed one grandmother and it's not that big of a deal, but their rep can't take it. Um, uh, I also hear his thoughts and he does not think we are capable of dealing with the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As the protesters grow in numbers and, and, and start to chant louder and louder, you all hear the sound of something. It sounds like something's firing. It looks like it's coming from the back of the spider. You see a spider egg land right next to some of the protesters. And they all like, you know, let out like an aww because, you know, the miracle of birth and everything. And as they start to form around the spider egg and start to give some kind of like kumbaya chant, the egg starts to open up and from it crawls out at two four feet tall spiders that immediately start to just murder and destroy all of the protesters around them as they are very hungry. Well, that's actually quite convenient for us because it saves us the bad PR of clearing out the protesters. So it's unfortunate for those people who just got eaten. But uh, <laughs> our first task has already been overcome. Good work, team. I ingratiate myself into the group of protesters to try and get a closer look. It's pretty surreal because even though these two spiders, they're not large enough to, t to eat more than one person at a time, but they are just eating, each eating a person. And the protesters are saying things like, it's okay, this is just nature, they have to eat us, this is still does not mean we should attack them. And so there's some people still trying to hold the hold the circle and a few people are starting to get a little weary and a few people like give a glance at you mister but then immediately just forget that you're there I, I take one of the protesters uh, signs I just kind of take it from them softly as if you know they just they basically think they're handing it to me yeah, because they just I'm just one of them I was probably there with them and I get I get closer to spiders with the sign <laughs> you start going around the spiders with uh, with your protest sign and one of them finishes up its meal of a protester and starts to look at you you hungrily. I, I take the 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 label off the top of the sign um, and and hope that the edge of the sign is sharp. Do the spiders have any obvious weak points? <laughs> are there any glowing <laughs> symbols on Zelda them? Zelda eyes. You do take it off. It's not pointed at top because, you know, it is just a protest sign. So it's just kind of like uh, a flat piece of wood, but you surmise that maybe you could stab it towards the head part? It's a protest sign. It's not even a picket sign. Worthless. Can I move in and help him out with this? Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> somebody gives you an evil sign side eye and uh, and you're able to access their thoughts because they think you kind of look like a prick and uh, but then but then you hear them say like mm, I hope this person doesn't try to take all my extra protest signs that I have laying on the ground behind me that nobody's watching but I'm very <laughs> I'm very invested in even though I'm not watching them what a bleak uh, inner monologue that, <laughs> that person is in luck because my plan was you said they were four feet tall right yeah Okay, my plan is to actually jump on the spider's back, and being quite heavy, that should actually like buckle its knees, so so that Mister can just uh, twat it with the sign. They stare at their signs, hoping you don't take them, and sure enough, you don't. As you just jump onto one of the four feet tall spider's <laughs> back and start to ride it as if it's a kind of like a mechanical bull, uh, you start to ride it, and it does give Mister a chance to be able to plunge the stick into the, the four foot tall spider. I thrust the shaft uh, into. <laughs> the spider's incredibly large and yet still beady eyes. You, you have a good opportunity because not only is the shadow on it, but every time the spider 
looks at you and is about to attack, it kind of just forgets that you're there. So it's, and then it's weird, like, oh, there's something on my back. Who's this in front of me? Wait, something's on my back. Who's this in front of me? <laughs> Going back and forth in its head. And you can hear all this shadow as it's definitely judging you and hates you because you're on its back. And <laughs> then you see Mr. Kill the Spider with, like, just by plunging this wooden dowel into it. And as soon as he does that, the protesters that were still there let out a huge scream about how uh, Mr. is a murderer. And they take all take their protest signs and um, beat him to death. <laughs> Whoa! Oh no! Incredible. I was going to try and high five you for your victory and then comically miss because I couldn't <laughs> pay attention to where you were. Did they just murder him? And they all start to scream about how they're tired of all their protests uh, being met with people that don't care about them. And so now it's no longer uh, a protest to save the spider. It's now, you know, they, they've embraced all of their inner murder uh, feelings. It's not and, a pro- It's a mob now. Yeah, it's a mob now. You all see Mr. kind of have a weird smile on his face as he is beaten to death. Uh, as he was told by a fortune teller when he was younger, uh, his true power will manifest once he is uh, murdered. And so you all now see the ghost oh, yeah. of Mr. Arise. Ah. Hey, that's pretty cool. I look exactly the same, but now my name is Mr. Ghost. <laughs> you finally, your I'm true power right. is finally having a last name of your own. Mr. Ghost has now... <laughs> Join the battle. Bone Daddy, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I've been uh, pretty silent while all this went down. Do I have, <laughs> uh, do I have like, a, a weapon on me or anything? Do I have, like, a gun? Yeah, you know, if Bone Daddy uh, has a gun, yeah, I think Bone Daddy has a gun. Okay, cool. I say, uh, I say like, uh, ooh, the daddy is in. The Bone Daddy, <laughs> that is. And I reach into my holster and I, I use my... Bone control to wrap my hand around the gun. Uh, like, effortlessly, I pull it out and I, I aim at. Uh, are there other spiders? Was there just the one spider egg? There were, no, there were two big ones. Yeah, there's a there's a second uh, spider. And honestly, the spider, like, looked mad that his spider friend got killed. Yeah. But then also looks weirdly concerned of how quick this crowd has turned on its own. And is kind of uh, kind of wondering, you know, you know, th- he's like, these people are on my side, but are they the good guys on my side kind of thing? Yeah. This is perfect because Bone Daddy used to be a roadie for Kiss. You've got crowd control experience. I certainly do. I say. We uh, are the ideal ooh, team this is, for this situation. This is how uh, Paul Stanley gets everybody's attention. And I fire around right into the face of the other spider. You use your expert bone control to <laughs> yeah. use your <laughs> finger. I curl it, which actually mm-hmm. uh, pulls the trigger of the gun, and I aim it right at the uh, spider. Yeah, and with that bone-like precision, uh, you <laughs> fire off a shot into the into the face of the of the second spider, blowing its brains out. And as you do this, the splatter actually. Um, erupts the poison sack on the spider and you find out that the uh, poison of these spiders is acidic as a giant acid splash hits a lot of the protesters face weirdly enough it just invigorates them even more and one guy screams like fuck yeah battle scars they start to even turn on themselves and you hear the spider let out a screech on his death two more spider pods land around you I used to be in a band with Bone Daddy. That dude, oh boy. And I thought I loved cocaine. <laughs> Crazy times. <laughs> leg eight, the leg that I just barely survived. I'll never forget that day and the heroes I fought alongside to protect City Hall. 
The town of Heavendale is under attack by a giant spider. Mayor <gasps> Jonah Jackson has assembled uh, teams to fight all the legs, and he's sent them off uh, to their assignments. And as he gets to the eighth leg, uh, he looks on his list and realizes <laughs> that he is uh, he's missing a team. So he starts to look to, around frantically and sees on the side of, <laughs> of the capital building in Heavendale that there are four villains. He doesn't realize they're villains. <laughs> <laughs> they're just people who enjoy colorful outfits. Yeah, yeah. comically climbing up the side of the building with a big rope yeah. all in a row. And uh, the mayor turns to you and goes, you, you four, you look like a, a super bunch. Might you might I help enlist your services? Oh shit! It's the mayor. <gasps> the uh, mayor. Uh, at cool. At uh, cool. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, you all seem pretty suspicious, but that's fine with me. So I need you to go attack that giant spider leg while I go and do some mayor stuff. Wait, did he say giant sp? Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! What's mayor stuff? That's a really big spider. Wrong quest. Turn around. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I don't see so well when I'm invisible. <laughs> Okay, so the mayor, uh, like, uh, he bolts off, and sure enough, there is a giant spider leg of a 100-foot-tall spider, and um, it's it's crashing around uh, all on the ground. It looks super scary. I take my enchanted knitting needles and start tidying up the stitches to bring the little basket of yarn that we're riding in all the way to the top of the building so we can get an advantage point, which I needlessly say out loud while I'm doing. How, how close is this giant spider like to this building that we're now on the top of? It seems to be about, you know, 50 or so feet. Guys, we got this spider. This is going to be 1040 easy. And I throw some tacks at it. But it's 50 feet away, so I don't think I get it. Yeah, you just throw some tacks. I reach into my pocket and I throw out some tacks. It just lands on the rooftop that you're on. So there's now, you all have to be a little conscious of where you sit because there's a small batch of tacks, not a huge one. Just uh, <laughs> like a fistful. Yeah. A hand, handful of tacks. Yeah. Fantastic. This happens a lot. Aha! Man. Well, I'm going to turn invisible so I can take the spider by surprise. Somebody tap me on the shoulder when it's close. <laughs> I have no idea how I got teamed up with you people. How, like, is it coming closer? Do we clearly need to get off of the roof? Uh, it doesn't look like the... it's necessarily, like, trying to hit the building. It... Well, the... I need a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Go with it. I like okay. where your head's at. If we get on top of the spider, it can't crush us without crushing itself. Ha <laughs> ha! Good one, blindside. The ramp is that way. Where? Where are you? <laughs> what? I throw. I try to throw some tacks at him to see him. Uh, ah! Yeah. So, I forget that not everyone is immune to small punctures. Yeah, so, He's uh, over there. I so, tap him on the shoulder. Yeah. The ramp's there. Blindside gets uh, a few tacks stabbed into him, and so now you can actually, because um, the power, the, your power to reflect uh, light in all forms, and thus making you blind, also. Right. Of is course. Is that like anything that touches you, like? Uh, like no. his clothes are still all. He's not naked when we well, were planning I'm this. I'm fine if you want to <laughs> make it, if you want to make it to where your clothes have just some special qualities that you can also do that. But I don't know if it's like anything that touches you. It has to be within a, a really close field around him so he wears very skin tight yeah. fitting clothes <laughs> but the tax would protrude enough so i think yeah you see uh what's weird is you see like half of the tax but like the part that's like dug into him you don't see but you do on the tip of the tax see just a few droplets of blood dripping out from nothing but yeah so you can kind of see where uh blindside is now and blindside you you start trying to walk towards the yarn bridge that was built 
by the nitwit, uh, ar- the arsonist. What are you doing? Is there anything I can set on fire on the roof? I'm assuming there is. Oh yeah, lots of things. What? Um, the, uh, you you see um, you see like an old timey chim- chimney that you think might be kind of funny. To, like, <laughs> I drop them all top down the chimney. <laughs> like, that's ironic. I do it without even like looking. You- oh, how are we gonna get the key to the city? Yeah, the key to the city that you're breaking into. Yeah, the, so the arsonist drops a Molotov cocktail down an old chimney in the in the center of the of the roof. <laughs> you hear you hear a scream beneath you. A few people uh, sound like there might be sizzling up a little bit, and you start to see some smoke uh, come out of the chimney. Solid crime, arsonist. That was a pretty good crime. Thanks, guys. Very on brand. Okay, let's go. Where does the, <laughs> the, the rain bridge? Up the yarn bridge. So where's the rain? Going? Does the, it lead it, up to the no, spider? So is, this, is this going up to the spider or down to the ground? Let's go up on top of the spider if we can. Yeah, let's point to it. the spider. <laughs> okay, I'm going to charge the spider. Wait, the yarn, that's not there yeah. yet. You go to charge the spider and then just run off the side of the yarn bridge. No, <laughs> no. I decide to become visible to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and you do that and you, you see the ground before you hit it. Um, and as you, as you see Blindside hit the ground, you hear things uh, starting to shoot off from the back of the spider. What looks like to be a giant egg sack as large spider eggs start to land all around you. One lands on the yarn bridge as it's being built by the nitwit, and then one lands on the ground right next to Blindside. Uh, out of the spider eggs each crawl three three-foot-tall spiders. Is Blindside I'm, dead? Or yeah, Blindside's really hurt though, because like yeah. when he becomes visible again, it looks like he he got fucked up pretty bad, and also like the tacks that were already in his body <laughs> uh, definitely like are just like fully embedded. Blindside, looks like you've got an itemized concussion. I think it's time for me to turn invisible again. <laughs> yeah, wait, can you can you get a, get me a rope bridge down so I can? Yes, I'll I'll knit together a small bridge down towards the ground <laughs> that you can go rescue our. Very visible friend. I start running down to try to save him. Yeah, so there's a bridge appearing in front of you, uh, made of yarn. Like every step you take is like almost about to hit the air, and then then you know immediately some yarn <laughs> appears before you. You get down to uh, blind side, but as as soon as you get down there, um, he goes invisible, and you see the three spiders like uh, that were heading towards him. Uh, kind of stop and like look around, uh, confused, and now are starting to head towards the arsonist. And then up on top of the yarn bridge, uh, <laughs> the tax man and the nitwit. I know it's April 17th, but is it still all right if I file for an extension of my life? <laughs> A little help here. <laughs> the tax man coming. Okay. April, the- no, wait. April 17th is tax day. What is, okay. It's, it's tax. not, though. But No, it's not. April 15th is tax day. April 17th is tax day. Oh. <laughs> Each of you have a spider jump on your face. Oh, oh no! Uh, um, I try to, I try to uh, hit it, hit it with tax. I reach into my pockets and I smash it. I just reach into my, hit my face with tax. So wait, you're trying to hit it and your face? What yeah, because you... I'm immune to small punctures. So why are you trying to hit yourself? I'm trying to hit the spider with tax in my hands. Oh, so you're saying that you're flailing so much you don't care if you hit your face? Right. No. So he's um, on yeah, my face. Yeah, he's right? on your face. So I'm just gonna try to. Huh? Huh? You okay? So you? <laughs> this gonna do this so quick. You start to just stab the spider. Yeah. And with fistfuls attacks. With fistfuls attacks, and and you you do start to it starts to like let out a screech, um, and then starts to spurt out some acid spit on your face. Oh no. <laughs> uh, you all are, you are immune to small punctures, but not 
Um, acid yeah. spit. So you start to see, uh, <laughs> you start to see the tax man's face sizzle up a bit. Um, it's not, it's, you're, you're not like completely dead. This is just a small spider, so it can't like produce a lot of venom. You know, in my defense, a lot of heroes enter buildings through windows, and I was under a lot of stress that day, and, and I just quit smoking, so, y you know. The skies of Heavendale were filled with giant spider egg bombs and acid spit, but the town didn't have to worry, because two of the best damn pilots that retired in Heavendale and happened to still have their fighter jets were on the job. Your call to action, and then both of you, you know, just grab your, I don't know, fucking fighter pilot helmets and hop oh, in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like some goggles. I'm thinking old timely. I've got like a sheepskin bomber yeah. jacket and the goggles over as well, and a little headpiece so I can talk to uh, my other Thomas as time, we fly. Time for a little bit of the old camaraderie, eh, Thomas One? Hell of a reason to get out of retirement, old chap. Absolutely. What do you say we uh, give this spy to the old what what? Indeed. Let's light her up. Thomas Vault! Thomas Vault. So you guys hop in, uh, your your fighter jets, and you you take off, and it it doesn't take long for you to actually reach the giant spider because it is in fact a giant spider, um, and you're in you're in fighter jets. So well, I'm not a fan of that. Don't know about you, Thomas One. Absolutely not, dear boy. Look at the legs on that. It's horrifying. <clears throat> I saw us casting my eyes around the skies to see if I, you know, is there anything coming with this spider? So from what you can tell, there's only uh, one spider current. As you kind of get closer to it, you do start to see from like a sack on its back, there's like projectiles shooting out. Oh, good heavens! <laughs> Give it together, Thomas One. Oh, watch out down below! All right, I'm going to make a strafing run. See what those are. All right. Report back to me in a moment, dear boy. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. So you take a you take a swoop down as you like follow the path of some of the um some projectiles coming from this spider sack in the back and on a pass down you see them land and once they hit the ground they start to um they don't explode but they start to like peel back open and from what you can gather these are um spiderling pods and it's shooting smaller spiders all around to fight the other heroes. Well, shit, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. I think we better blast these pods while it's still on the sack on the back. Absolutely. All right, well... Get the cannon ready, dear boy. <laughs> We're going right for the sack. Okay, get it in the sack. So I'm assuming that with the way you said that get the cannon ready, you don't really have guns on your jet, do you? You kind of just mm. open the, the cockpit and shoot the cannon, right? Or do you oh, have yeah, guns? Oh, yeah, I'm talking about his chest cannon. <laughs> I suspect mine is like some custom-made fighter jet where I have like an extended barrel that I can mm -hmm. lock my I can lock my chest onto. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think I think like yeah, what's uh the 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 front of your jet does have a barrel that looks similar to the barrel on your chest and it is just an extended one. So like once you get into the cockpit like you lock yourself in and are able to fire your chest cannon while still flying. All right, uh, keep them off me. I have to line up this shot. Will do, and I'm going to spin around and sort of uh, soar up into the sky and then turn back down and I'm going to summon up my powers of the wind. Uh, my eyes roll back, and I'm just going to blast a gale of wind straight down this thing to kind of like pin it to the ground so Tom can mm. get like a, a clear shot. 
First of all, what are you loading with your up in your cannon? Assuming you have things in the, yeah. the jet already, but what are you going to load up? I think they, they mostly look like uh, different multicolored uh, kind of iron cannonballs, like traditional ones. Mm -hmm. And I think part of this superpower is that I can actually like kind of just open my mouth real wide, like swallow the ball and then fire it like out of my chest. But I think that I think the balls have maybe slightly different uh yeah. like properties. Yeah. I think the one I choose is definitely uh like the flame one. I'm okay. hoping that maybe if I can like fire like some yeah. kind of incendiary device into the uh into the uh, into the sack that somehow it'll kill all the little spiders. Okay, great. And I think to add a little more flavor to your weird customized <laughs> jet is there's also like these rows of those balls just all around you. And there's um, two different spiral paths where you can turn your head to the left or the right to just <laughs> open your mouth. Real <laughs> wide. Like, yeah, yeah, and like just like, you know, snake-like swallow the balls, <laughs> the cannonballs to be able to shoot out. And then you do have controls to be able to select which one. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it looks it looks absolutely as unpleasant as, you, as you'd imagine. Like, you can see the lump go down my throat. Like, it kind of sounds maybe a little bit like my collarbones click out of place to, like, oh. make room. And then, and then, yeah, it just, it just yeah, fires yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, it's like a cartoonish Tom and Jerry style. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you see it physically going down and defying the fact that you should die every time this happens. And um, whenever I fire one, I then burp humorously. <laughs> so great, yeah. So uh, Tom sends out his gusts of wind holding the spider down. There was actually, um, as it could tell you were uh, about to like go for its sack of children um <laughs> it shoots a couple of its kids at you to try to stop you um and before before these um spider eggs can even um hit your jet the the gusts of winds like blow them back and send them flying um flying away and sure enough you're able to just launch a fire cannonball straight into this uh, egg sack haha <laughs> right in the children's sack great job my friend <laughs> wonderful work on you too my friend Oh, well, don't be so hard on yourself as well, dear boy. Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> the old <laughs> Thomas Vault. Thomas Vault, indeed. Let's come around for a second run. <laughs> Absolutely. As you come around for your second run, uh, you do see that the spider sack is, in fact, now on fire, and it looks like it's taking some damage. Um, but what's now more terrifying is you see that it's now shooting out um, spider <laughs> eggs everywhere, but they're now on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you see a few eggs like land um, next to a few groups of heroes fighting <laughs> fighting the, the different the different legs. I think I, I think I glance down and can see that the high school is on fire, like this steadily fire spreading over. Uh, may have been a mistake, old boy. Uh, I'll try. I'll try the the blue ball this time. Might be an idea. The important thing is not to be too hard on yourself. It's important to learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. Now that the Battle of Spider Day was underway, the heroes knew what had to be done, and most importantly, that they couldn't afford to make any mistakes. But that didn't stop any of them from screwing up, am I right? Let's get back to leg three with the Action 4 News team. What's the Warcaster up to? Yeah, I figure that, uh, you know, if this thing laid some eggs or had little baby spiders, there's always a chance that if you take out these spiders, they're gonna be more. I'm thinking maybe we just kind of try to uh, nip this in the bud before we go after the baby spiders. 
you know. So yeah, you, you do some calculations and also like you think back whenever these uh, eggs were shot off, there was other eggs that shot off and they were sent all around the city. And you think that probably it can't get worse. But then as you're thinking about that, you see two fighter jets um, fly overhead and one takes a pass um, at the spider sack holding all the eggs and sends down a flaming bomb. And then after that, you now start to see um, spider eggs shoot out that are on fire. And in front of you lands a flaming spider egg with um, with the other ones. Whenever they opened up, like I said, there were smaller spiders and there's about six each in this one. And this seems like a larger egg because once it opens up, it's a horse sized spider that is now engulfed in flames. Oh dear. Um, and since it's engulfed in flames, it is running around frantically trying to attack people. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. That's very bad. That's bad. Like that. Oh, Lord. I guess uh, do a, maybe a little bit of a trolley problem here. I don't know. You're frantically looking around, and one of the things that you do see right next to the bus stop is a fire hydrant, and you figure you might be able to do something with that to help extinguish the now flaming horse-sized spider that is that right. is frantically running around and catching other things on fire as it just like thrashes and bites at things because um, its life is pain ever since it was born. <laughs> <laughs> mood though well i'm thinking that we're probably gonna need somebody with some strength to uh, take care of this fire hydrant then you know i am currently under a pile of spiders yes exactly the hero dog gives a bark out to jane letting her know that they can hold off the spiders now if anchorman wants to (gasps) wants to help out oh yes oh yes Go for it, boy. Go, boy, go. The hero dog starts to do some real kick-ass shit and just starts to beat up all the other spiders and then is able to, like, knock all the ones off of Anchorman and hold them at bay. And he just gives a woof to Anchorman as he just nods his little dog nose um, towards the fire hydrant. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to speedily or quickly or fast run over to the fire hydrant and kind of... I guess I'm looking to uh, Warcaster for, like, direction? Like, what, sp- fire hydrant, why? Oh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you, you see this horse right here? You gotta put it out, man. <laughs> no, I actually don't see the horse. <laughs> but you do see a spider, a spider that is the size of a horse. Um, oh. So, oh. Warcaster, you put it together that there is a manhole cover on the street. If Anchorman is able to, to break loose the fire hydrant and start letting the water, he could possibly use the uh, manhole cover to angle the water and to be able to put out the, the horse-sized spider. So, at first, where you tell him what angle to hold it at, it kind of knocks, <laughs> knocks a few people back. But it actually works out in y'all's favor because it also knocks them out of harm's way a little bit and sure enough totally on purpose anchorman's able to put out the horse-sized spider well that's one thing down but it's still alive isn't it yeah it's it's not today's top story it's still alive now that it's actually been extinguished by you it has these like uh these really cute spider eyes you didn't really notice as it's actually like trying to walk up to you and it seems like it might be might be trying to thank you oh go give it a hug he wants to thank you I'm not yeah, touching sure, it. Sure. I, this is uh, a risky. Uh, I know. I, I I look. Uh, shit. All right. Yeah. I look at the team and say, I guess the hug is in order. And I go and grab it and dead just <laughs> shot put it back onto the big spider as a missile. You grab it. It starts to embrace you for uh, an actual hug. 
And for a second there, like, it thinks that it maybe had, like, finally found some semblance of peace in this life. But then you immediately throw it back. Its eyes just narrow in on you as it feels the shame of a rejected child. (laughs) And midair, it shoots out a web, encompassing all over Anchorman to where you all see Anchorman snatched (gasps) up and meeting about midway as a spider web has uh, has flung the spider back into you. And you now all see uh, Anchorman is being ripped to shreds by this spider it just rejected because the spider just literally wanted a hug Mid- midair is this happening midair yeah this is midair so you're not dead yet but you're just you this are getting wild. you know you are getting pretty tore up Ooh, okay wow okay. glass has something for this i hope somebody has something for this <laughs> <laughs> so so uh glass who i should mention is uh has like a neck brace on several like finger splints <laughs> just various body casts reaches into his pocket and pulls out a paper football the kind you would make when you're bored in class because he is a 40 year old high schooler uh, who has never outgrown his glory days asking the war caster to, to make to give the correct trajectory uh will launch that football with between the thumb and pinky finger so that only Amazing. the pinky gets broken and try to disconnect <laughs> the web. If you want to tell him to do it, it's either 45 degrees or 54 degrees, but you're not 100% sure. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I, you know, fives trip me up, but I'm going to say uh, 45, man. Just try that. Okay, blue, 42, hike, hike, and it flicks. And you instantly hear his, his uh, pinky snap in half. Oh. As you see Anchorman being uh, ripped to shreds, this paper football slices right in between the two of them. And then with the kinetic blast of energy sends the spider flying back. And then Anchorman falls to the ground and is still bound in a web. His lovely newscaster face is, is no longer uh, TV ready. <laughs> Get the cameras off me! There's definitely just uh, camera people everywhere uh, for the news station recording this. And so to... <laughs> Two of the cameras just come up and are like filming uh, as Anchorman's on the ground screaming, get the cameras off of me. As you all see that a, f- uh, a few of the spiders have uh, have been able to evade the hero dog and are now climbing all over the, the camera people and, and starting <laughs> to bite them. Um, but they're very dedicated to their job and literally just oh, until like their oh, last man. breath, they're still trying to just get some good rack focuses and some good B-roll shots of everything. Best damn crew in the business. As that one uh, horse-sized spider finally hits the ground after the connect blast, uh, with his last dying breath, you hear a screech let out as you see three more egg pods shoot and land all around you. And this time, each lets out uh, two spiders each that are the size of a pony. And they, once they they see their fallen brethren on the ground. They all let out like a war screech and start to um, head out for for you. Um, so, Jane Jenkins, as you see this happening, you do see a cat stuck in a tree. There's somebody trying to help get it out. And down swoops an eagle grasping what? the cat uh, in okay. its claws. But then you <laughs> see that the eagle... Ooh safely lands the cat and is now nursing it back to health. Okay, you know, guys, as much as a team player that I am, I am a beat reporter and I just, I saw the most amazing thing of my life. Uh, Can I get like uh, seven, three to seven minutes to go interview that eagle? Through a very bloodied face. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I saw that too. Go for it. That was amazing. Thank you. We're the most supportive team. Great. So, yeah, you're getting some good coverage on it as the eagle is is helping the the small kitten be nursed back to health. Anchorman, you get a call through your headset telling you they don't care what your face looks like. You got to go live. Does anybody have like a knife or something? 
I'm still in spider webs, technically. There's a camera person with, like, the camera on you as you're in the ground, and then you see a sound guy just come up, and he's just, like, holding the mic just, like, barely out of frame, and he's just giving you the, the, the like, rolling signal. <laughs> come on, man. Sure, I, I struggle myself up into a sitting position. Live from leg three of the giant spider crisis, it's your... Heavendale Team 4. And that's it. That's all I got. I don't know how to news. You look great. <laughs> we throw it over to Glass Cannon for the sports report immediately. Like and as you say that, uh, all of, like all the viewers on this uh, at home um, see that even though you're sitting back up, that you look like you're slowly inching out of it because another spider has wrapped its web around you to slowly pulling you in. And so Come that's on. the last, like, so you're saying that, like, let's send it over to Glass Cannon as you're slowly be able to pull it in to another spider. Okay. <laughs> the camera pans over to glass cannon who you now notice that there's two uh pony sized spider enclosing on each of you and once again sound guy puts the mic towards you and gives you the rolling signal <laughs> glass when it cuts to glass glass is glass is looking up at the uh eye in the sky traffic helicopter which is also <laughs> filming the scene and is is now removing casts and throwing them in all directions in a really cool way like a dragon ball z character uh taking off weighted clothing yeah Instead of leg weights, it's arm braces. Yeah, yeah finger splints and things. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Uh, and I guess Glass is just going to try to charge through as many of the ponies and collide into leg three. This oh, is shit. his shining moment. This is his could have gone pro moment. Oh my god! I think Glass just looks through the camera as he's throwing down all of his, uh, you know, neck braces and arm braces and what stuff like that, and is just telling for the thousandth time on air the story about how he could have gone pro as you <laughs> start to just relive that 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 one that one glory football game in, in high school that you dash through and knock out three of the pony-sized spiders and over half of the other smaller spiders as you see them just almost explode on impact as Glass just takes a giant running start towards the, the third leg of the spider and as soon as he hits it just implodes into shards of human-like glass. Oh no! As I die, my last words are Heavendale High School Football Rules. (laughs) It was sad to see Glass Cannon go out like that, but let's be honest. Just like everyone else that peaked in high school, he's been dead inside for years. Now back to the action at leg one. We left our heroes after they found themselves in a sinkhole. You create a sinkhole underneath you. Yes. And and send all of you uh, crashing down. As this happens, Jackpot flies up in the air and seems to just have no care in the world because as soon as uh, he's up in the air, you hear um, what sounds like to be something launching off the back of the giant spider as a spider pod nearly misses Jackpot soaring through the air and jackpot just reaches out and grabs onto it landing on the ground next to it as this pod lands and opens up sending out a five foot tall spider that sees all of you bundled up in this web as you're being tossed around in this uh sinkhole and all the mud and sediment that's down there this spider attaches its own web to the grouping of six of you now the two two remaining heroes and the four cultists and pulls you all up as one of the cultists screams uh They've been saved and chosen by one of the great ones. It bows to 
the spider and is immediately uh, beheaded as it eats its head. I was right about to punch that cultist. I was right about to punch that spider. (laughs) It seems like the other cultists just let out a glorious hallelujah as they watch this happen and all just bow down, ready to receive the true blessings. And the master cult leader looks at action figure and goes, since you are already cleansed, as you have said, you may sacrifice yourself next. And the other two of you, I must wash you with the sacrifice robe. And uh, it's just like a weird, dirty towel. It doesn't really look like it's um, sacred. And it's just kind of gross. I'm going to say, sacrifice this. And I say, action fist. And I kind of whip my my arm at him and my hand detaches. And my fist flies at the cult leader. So you send your action fist flying at the cult leader. It whizzes right past the spider that's devouring the cult members, lands straight on the cult leader's face, and he was expecting a lot harder of a hit, but then just kind of realized it's just like a plastic fist that just got shot at him. It's not really, like it smarted, but like it wasn't, you didn't really like take him down. And he just kind of like looks around expecting like a little bit of a follow up and then uses his spider magic to summon another web and uh, wrap you up and start pulling you towards the five foot tall spider. Okay. I want to roundhouse kick the five foot tall spider. You go to uh, roundhouse kick the five foot tall spider, (laughs) even though you aren't really proficient at doing so. Absolutely uh, not. You run up and do like a jump kick in the air, (laughs) screaming roundhouse kick. And you miss the spider almost all together. But as you circle back around, you do hit one of the cultists who was brandishing a sacrificial knife. And it looked like he was actually about to uh, attack Aquifer. And as you (laughs) kick the cultist, he goes flying back and accidentally stabs the spider with the knife. And it starts to let out a screech. (laughs) I turn to the other two and I'm like, are we like actually being heroes here? I mean, these these guys seem very happy with this outcome. I feel bad about this. This seems this seems not great. Um, I think we do need to deal with the leg. Most of the leg is in Heavendale proper. If we get above its second knee, then technically that is within the city limits. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody boost me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like reaching for my, my, my handless arm forward trying to call back my action fist and you can see it like slowly crawling backwards towards me. I mean, I was asking because like these guys are living on the edge and I wouldn't deny anyone that but like I wasn't trying to frame this as they aren't citizens we should care about just you know I mean you do you Mr. Elected Senator man no no I, I believe we should take care of citizens as you're having this very casual and calm conversation none of you notice that you're now uh, surrounded by uh, a circle of chanting cult members that um, are all holding similar blades oh, no. as, the, as the one that just got stabbed into the spider as they are starting to encroach on you blocking you from all sides and then one of them actually uh, leans in and just compliments you on your knowledge of of city limits Thank you. So, that was, says, I'm going to be honest, a lot of times people come around here and I got to tell them that we're not part of Heavendale proper. And yeah, you nailed it. Sure enough, just about a uh, hundred, hundred yards up and then you hit the city. So like, you know, I, what's, I wish, I wish, you know, I wasn't uh, bound to this cult forever and had a say outside of just, you know, 
dying by a spider. I would love to vote for you. And he's saying that as he is trying to um, stab you with a knife. <laughs> oh, so, Jesse just calmly approaching a knife with a knife being like, I really admire your zoning knowledge, but right yeah. now I need to kill you. Aquifer yeah. gets his hands like wrapped around the guy's wrist and like has the knife like inches from his face and he's going, well, you know, Senator to president's a pretty clear path. It's just <laughs> look for me in 2028. And then just like tries to like make a sinkhole and just shove him down into it. Yeah, you you're, you're probably lost that vote. I think yeah, while he's being shoved down, my plastic hand that's crawling back to me is gonna try pushing him down into the sinkhole. But it's really just like way tapping him on the head. That's actually what helps him Agrifer shove him in because he makes the sinkhole and he's having a hard time uh, push the cultists in and then your hand jumps on his face cousin it style and he starts to get freaked out as it like taps on his face and he does fall into the sinkhole but with it your hand is lost as this sinkhole has tapped into an underground water current and you just see this cultist in your hand just get washed away as that happens the spider leg comes crushing down again sending out a sh- like a, a, a you know kind of a shockwave from from the weight and that actually starts to because there's now the one large sinkhole and the smaller one and it sends a fissure between the two and it looks like the uh, ground around you all is starting to give way from you know maybe too many sinkholes Calls. No, how can that- I power pose with only one hand? Oh, God. I'm listen, be, I'm listen. I'm going to freak out. Keep, keep it together, action figure. I promise. Keep it together? You a new- how can I keep it together without my hand? <laughs> so insensitive. I will get you a new hand. I'll get you a better hand. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, buddy. Keep it. Keep it close. Keep it together. Keep it together. And he just okay. hugs him. Keep it together. Just like great. pat him on the back. Like, come on, move? come on. Can we move? If you can get me up there on the leg, I bet I can make a sinkhole in its body. I've never thought to try that before. Um, I've fought a lot of giant things, and this only just occurred to is, me this time. It, or do the cultists, do they have, like, are they wearing, like, rope belts or anything like that? Yeah, they, it looks like they, you know, they got rope belts on. Okay, so I'm going to collect all of their belts, and then I'm going to tie it to my last remaining, my, my wrist on my other hand. I'm going to scream, action hook, and I'm going to throw a grappling hook. Up onto the leg of the spider to get you up there. Now I'm handless. You run, a, you run around so uh, <laughs> grabbing everyone's uh, rope belts. Uh, and they and they all just seem like w- one of them tries to stop you. And then even though the cult leader was like wanting to murder you all, he goes, wait a minute. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> just open robes everywhere. Open robes <laughs> everywhere. You make the action hook and you, and you shoot a wire up to the spider leg and tie it off. As you do that, uh, you hear the cold go, oh, you know, I'm going to be honest, I thought it was going to be way cooler. And he <laughs> motions to you, and you just feel knives all all around you stabbing in. As you don't have any oh, hands no. to defend yourself. <laughs> I think I'm made of plastic. And as you have that humble brag, you hear the clicking of a blowtorch come from behind oh, you. Low torches and cult leaders, two things Heavendale has an abundance of. Seriously, we've been voted best town to start a cult in by Cult Leaders Monthly three years in a row. Speaking of cults, our heroes over at Leg 4 were about to find out that there's... Well, uh, let's just show you. 
So in the area, like I said, this spider leg is, it's not like highly populated. It's kind of on the outskirts of town, but there is like a small weird cult. It's called the cult of the trampled. And it's a group of people that believe the only way to ascend into the one true heaven is to be crushed or destroyed by some kind of giant monster kaiju. <laughs> as soon as you start to like hear the chanting from like down one street, you start to hear it from multiple. And then sure enough, like in no time, you start to see the streets are flooding with, you know, probably probably around a hundred people running towards the giant spider. And so Zookeeper, you put it together that there's about to be a mass suicide. At this point, I think I leap off of the carcass of the big spider. I start running toward this big group and as the jaguar, but mid-run, I start to transform into a rhinoceros. I try to like run and slide to the side to like push everyone else out of the way. So let's say there's three streets that they're coming down and the street that uh, you and Kat do it on, you're able to like successfully start like, you're keeping people back at the moment right now. And at one point, like during your first Tokyo drift in, one guy gets really excited, but as you get closer up, he realizes like, he's just a normal sized rhino, not a giant one. This will not let you ascend. This is, let's, we'll, we'll say this was like the middle street. The bulk of them were coming down here. And so you have have two uh, like the left and the right side streets where you have some stragglers coming through and running straight towards like because you know I think especially because Big O keeps jumping up and down on the spider leg <laughs> it's starting to get a little agitated and so people are seeing those sweet stomps just like going up and down <laughs> they're ready to meet their maker uh, I don't care mm-hmm. about all those people that are you know trying to get trampled <laughs> I'm taking a nap I just had a nice spider meal. Uh, it was delicious. I think you're taking a really good nap. Hell yeah. <laughs> Great. So nap yeah, time. Cat Dude, you find yourself like a nice little perch, like up uh, up on like a building top. You yeah. see that something like there was like an extended balcony that's just got like, you know, it's on the perfect spot. Yeah, I think there was a potted a plant sunlight. up there and I knocked it off. <laughs> and it does hit somebody like down below and they die because like it hit them. <laughs> You're, you're, like, you're like five or six stories up, and it does hit them. But then, and then like one of their one of the other you know cultists looks and goes, "It's okay. It's just a potted plant. They're not ascending once again. It needs to be at least fifty foot of tall the monster." <laughs> spider guy, what are you doing? Yeah, I think uh, Spider Guy is trying to take control of the bigger spider, and it's unsuccessful. So he sees these these just hundreds of people running towards, and he goes, "This is my chance." All this time of collecting spiders, it's it's finally coming. And he turns to his spider museum, which is called the Spider Museum. <laughs> yeah, 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 naturally. And he just holds his hands out, and he calls forth mm. all the spider specimens he has in there, and calls them forth to attack the crowds. <laughs> but there's only, like, fucking daddy long legs and just, like, garden spiders. Like, no yeah. goddamn poisonous spiders in there. Because the zookeeper wouldn't fucking pay for, like, <laughs> some, like, really bomb-ass spiders to come in so I could be useful. You turn... And, you know, it's your, it's your shiny moment. And sure enough, you've been training for this for, for years now. And yeah. you, you call your l- millions of spiders that you have. And they just start sweeping over the the crowds, like, you know, the 100 or 150 people. About 25 of the crowd are go, like, I want to ascend, but I'm really scared of small spiders. And, then they, <laughs> and, like, you actually start to, like, send some people back because they're scared of, this, like, the smaller spiders. And then there's even a few people that just... Like are just kind of grossed out that there's a bunch of spiders in their mouth. Yeah, and they're just kind of like, I'm gonna be honest. There's gonna be another kaiju attack like any day now. So like, they don't know that. So, they just yeah. don't want it hard enough. <laughs> yeah, they're this, uh, they, yeah. This whole time, a uh, spider guy is singing a song, 
and it goes, Spider Guy, Spider Guy. <laughs> All he yeah. does is talks to spiders. He doesn't have any yeah. poisonous ones because zookeeper's yeah. a fucking dick. Oh, <laughs> that's all I can do. And then uh, I think I think uh, your spider your spider attack is going good. But then what happens is uh, a lawyer comes over and hands you a cease and desist. <laughs> It's just kind of like, listen. I mean, Spider Guy's already pushing it enough, but uh, you can't, you know, just you can't, you can't just steal the whole thing and, and not think that we're not gonna find out about it. And as this is happening, um, another another giant spider pod like shoots out and like lands and crushes the lawyer um, in front of you. But it's now there's now two spiders emerging, and we're gonna go back to Big O. What are you doing? Having gone up and down that spider probably, you know, a dozen or so times yeah. now. Um, yeah, you have enough 30 <laughs> seconds that you could probably recall one of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I start thinking to myself, wait a minute. Something seems fishy about this. On one way down, I actually lose my footing and begin to just roll, and I can't control my roll. And so I'm now rolling towards the crowd of people. I think, yeah, I think you're rolling in, like, the, let's say you're on, like, the left side of the street. There's a few people, like, getting really close to the spider leg, and you come smashing down, make a crater in the earth beneath you, and it actually sends enough of them flying back. None of them die, a few a little hurt, but, like, it's definitely impeded their path. You actually were successful in, uh, in stopping a few more of the uh, cult of the trampled. So I'm, like, pushing up against the street of people, and I look to my left and my right, and I see that people are getting past me. So I'm looking mm -hmm. to block off the entire street. So I close my eyes, and I start to push really, really hard because I've never tried a blue whale before. So I'm looking to okay, block great. off this entire city block with my mammalian body. I, you've all seen the zookeeper transform plenty of times, and normally it's a pretty fast thing, but like, this is the first time you've seen him kind of go through stages as he just slow, like starts to transform into larger and larger mammals until eventually getting to a blue whale. And sure enough, you like, once you open your eyes back up and like you had been pushing yourself, you are a blue whale. Like you finally did it. Like you have reached like the height of your power, something Congrats. that you thought you maybe could never could have done before. Um, but while doing that, you did transform into a blue whale in the in like a city. The two buildings that were between you, one of which a uh, cat dude was taking a nap on, are now crumbling down <laughs> and, and raining debris in the street. And also, you feel like a warm liquid sensation underneath you and you realize you have crushed um, around 50 of, <laughs> oh, of uh, the cult of the trampled Congrats but then you again. and then like everyone but then um the, then there's one guy with a ladder and you see um you see him like just said like inspect like with a hat that says inspector and he has like a roll of tape that he's like <laughs> weirdly got up to you super fast and goes oh my god he's 51 feet he's 51 feet this counts <laughs> so then <laughs> All the people that um, like were, were smashed underneath you, um, as far as this religion is concerned, have now all ascended. And as you were like rolling around, uh, more people are trying to rush underneath you. Um, but now we're going to cut over to Cat Dude, who is falling in midair because the building he was napping on um, was just destroyed from beneath him. I would assume that I landed on my feet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As, as that cat dude does cool cool is there another fire escape around I think I want to get up on top of the entire building I okay. think my goal here is that I sit on the corner of the building and judge uh, the zookeeper as hard as I possibly can <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm going to glare like I've never glared before. You get your way up there with cat-like ease and uh, Zookeeper on top of the guilt of of murdering um, dozens and dozens of people. You now feel a glare like you've never felt on the the back of your whale head. Okay, and then Um, in in response to this, uh, you hear in my big blue whale voice say, God damn it, spider guy. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've had a lot of fun takes on all these battles, but I seriously have no clue what the hell any of them were trying to do at leg four. Speaking of not knowing what to do, we're going to jump back to leg eight. Sure, they ended up being villains, but who hasn't done evil stuff in the name of personal gains? Wink. What is the nitwit doing as there's a spider on its face? Well, the nitwit stops knitting the bridge and starts to knit some kind of uh, ball around the spider and pull it away from his face. A bunch of har- a harness, sort of like grabbing each of the legs and drawing them backwards against towards the bridge so it will be pinned down. While in your confusion, um, you are able to stow up a harness, but <laughs> instead of connecting it to the bridge, you actually connect it to your chest as you build a weird little baby Bjorn uh, harness for the spider. Is it facing outwards? Yeah, it's facing outwards. Fantastic. Its job is done. Um, and so there's a there's a three foot tall spider restrained on the nitwit's chest by by yarn Bjorn. You know, uh, I just don't realize that yarn is a lot like webs. I really could have done a better job with my theme. <laughs> and then the arsonist, three of these spiders are coming towards you, and blindside, um, you don't see the spiders because you're blind right now. So they're they're getting further away from him, right? Yeah. Well, they like crawled. They were crawling towards him, and they don't see him. And then they're, they're like crawling over him now towards you. I pull out like a massive flamethrower, and I just start trying to torch all of the the three spiders. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> like you, I can kind of hopefully I won't catch Blindside on fire, but I don't really care them. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you know hopes hopes don't mean anything because you pull out your flamethrower, and as you saw these three spiders crawl over Blindside, you immediately flame <laughs> throw them. <laughs> And uh, the spiders let out a a shriek as they all are just burnt up. And also, Blindside lets out a shriek. (laughs) I I did not see this coming. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So you now, are you still invisible? Uh, Well, I've given up on being invisible for the time being. Also, I couldn't really keep the flames invisible. Yeah, okay. I was about to say, like, because it's either that, yeah, I didn't know if they saw uh, a tangible body or just a a nothing body, but just like fire. (laughs) So yeah, um, you, you, hear this uh, happen and blindside you run around flaming and screaming in stop pain stop and roll please <laughs> yeah I'm gonna stop drop and roll yeah so you you, you dive, move comrade <laughs> you dive forward and start to stop drop and roll and immediately roll up onto the yarn bridge that was built down uh, for the artists to protect you and uh, yarn is like hella flammable it's real flammable and so, they pointed this out when they teamed me up with the arsonist <laughs> and so immediately like as soon as you just like touch it it just starts to ignite the entire yarn bridge the one spider on <laughs> the nitwit's chest the one um that just died after being stabbed by a tax and but has caused the tax man to have a burning face and there is a third spider on there that goes to attack the two of you but then sees this thing just on fire and it just kind of like shoots a web off and just like scurries away <laughs> um, and, and the nitwit what are you doing I try and also do that <laughs> I, I shoot off a web and go run away no, you shoot a web to city hall and start to swing away 
and then just like a pendulum though you you hit the height of the other part and then you feel like you're pulled back as you notice the spider that was on your chest has now shot a web that is connected to the yarn bridge and its web is stronger than your yarn and it pulls you back darn it <laughs> as, as you have because it's just attached to your chest so the spider is pulling Nitwit towards the yarn bridge. Yeah, that's on fire. That's on fire. Uh, no, Nitwit. And we're gonna te- die at the yarn bridge. <laughs> the text. The text. What are you doing? As like this, you're on this burning bridge, and you just saw Nitwit abandon you. Oh man. Well, I'm concerned about my face. My face. I was immune to small punctures, but not acid on my face. Oh, this spider's gonna get a visit from the die RS. And I'm going to try to run after the big spider. Handful attacks. Okay, so you just, like, take a running leap onto the spider leg. Yeah, now it's personal. Yeah, as you uh, immediately just get impaled by all the uh, <laughs> razor-sharp hairs on the side of the spider's leg. <laughs> uh, because these are not small punctures. They are, in fact, your weakness oh. of... Larger large punctures. Large punctures. <laughs> no. Normal to large size punctures. Oh, oh no. no. There's two things in life that are certain. <laughs> Death and tax. <laughs> As you see the, a, a hail of tax fall from the side of the, of the spider's leg, just rain down on the ground, and, uh, and the tax man is now dead. On you swing back to the uh, to the yarn bridge, nitwit. You get a few texts in your eyes. <laughs> Ow! My beautiful eyes! And on the ground, the arsonist, as you're watching all this happen, you're kind of trying to step away from the fire a bit. You step on some texts and trip. Oh, I've also, in the interim, I've set like four trash cans on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like a bush. Yeah, and... Uh, so might as well take advantage of the situation. Blindside. Blindside, you finally uh, stop, drop, and roll enough to get yourself not on fire. And when you get back up, trying to check your wounds, you do step on some tanks and hurt your foot. <laughs> okay, what is the closest spider to me? I Actually, right now, all of the uh, small spiders, um, like the three that are on the ground, all got burnt up. And there's just one... One giant spider left. Is there not the one that's on uh, the one, Nitwit? The one, oh, sorry, there is one on you Nitwit's chest. You mean my chest. baby Bjorn spider? Yeah. yeah, and then there was one that um, that just kind of left because this kind of just seemed like a bit too chaotic <laughs> for the spider. I want to like, I want to go like I'm going to punch that spider, but then instead of punching it, I just stop and I turn invisible. And then a second later, I punch it. <laughs> <laughs> so you run to go try to punch at this spider that's on Nitwit's chest as Nitwit is like flying on the, on the web. And you just see uh, the, you see Blindside like go invisible and then blink back in and just kind of fall on his face as he swings forward because you're just swinging on the web. So he was really fast enough. I don't know if they're the worst at being villains or just generally being alive. Let's rejoin our heroes at the power plant by leg five. We left our heroes with Scooter facing some tough odds. Um, is there any way to close the vent that I can see? You do see on the on the wall next to the window that's open, there's a purple button that says close vent, but it seems like it's going to be a little tricky because you're going to have to let go of the wall you're holding on to and hopefully hit the button before uh, you get sucked out. Can I let go with my left hand, pull an arrow out from my sack and throw it to hit the button? You slowly pull out an arrow and, and aim it up and you throw it to hit the button. It just narrowly 
misses. And oh. as your grip starts to loosen no. and you start to get sucked out, you close your eyes and let out a giant scream because you think you're going to die. But then you feel like you get stuck to something as you open your eyes and see the um, opening of the vent is now covered in a very sticky spider web. But in front of you stand two spiders. They're each about four and a half feet tall. And you are now trapped in a web that is closing the window, but has stopped the vent. But then we're gonna cut to Dart on level four. Dart, you go up to level four and you see that there is uh, a giant crack forming in the ceiling. And there's, you know, red alert lights going on saying that there's structural damage. Oh gosh, is there, are there any like loose beams or anything around? Like, I still um, been falling over, and that's why it's... Yeah, there starts to... There, there does seem like there's some, like, loose beams, um, but you do see that there are um, kind of, like, breaking case of emergency glass cases that have sealant power suits in them. You could possibly try to do some, um, some like, makeshift construction. Great, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna bust that open, and uh, I'll start hopping around and, and using my sticky powers and everything to sort of uh, secure the biggest beam. Dart is hopping around uh, and, and, and doing pretty successfully at uh, patching up the fourth floor. So we're going to cut back to Ace, who now finds himself in the outside of the door that says core reactor. There's a panel for access, but on the door in front of it, it says danger, high levels of radiation, radiation suit needed. And there is a few radiation suits next to the door. Does does it look super unstable? The core itself looks like uh, a giant concrete cylinder. But you can see there's a few small hairline fractures with light, like bright red light emitting out of it. I'm going to put on a radiation suit, go in, and try and uh, patch up cracks. There's a similar um, sealant spray gun that Dart had found upstairs that is also next to the radiation suits. I'm just going to start spraying all the small little fissures. Harmony, you you make your way. It's still on the first level. The plumbing room that uh, controls all of that, and uh, you make your way in there, and you try to open the door, but um, it feels like it's locked, and you hear a voice coming from the inside. I'm not. No, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out like this. No, you can't come in. This is my death room. Is there like a window to see? Like, who's, who, where that was coming from? Who, that, who said that? There's no window to this door, but it does say plumbing room, and you just heard this voice come from the uh, the other side of it, and, like, the door's locked, and once you try to open it, you heard somebody scream that, they, you know, that they're not going to share their death room with you. Oh, I, I'm going to try everything in my power to open that door. I think that's an Earth move type thing, so... Grab... I don't know, does tile work? Like, could I grab the tiles on the floor and just shove them until the door bursts open or something like that. So you attempt to grab the tiles from the floor, but since you're just trying to summon the earth, um, you do start to see the tiles beneath you shake and tiles start to fly up. But instead of you controlling the tiles themselves, you actually just summon a a giant earth-like spear that shoots the door of the the plumbing room outwards to you and you just barely dodge out of it. As you turn to look, you see the earth spire shoot up and crush the uh, employee that was hiding in there uh, on the ceiling as blood splatters covering your amazing suit. Also, you see all of the pipes within the plumbing room now burst open as this piece of earth has exploded into the room, all but destroying the sprinkler system. And back in the uh, control room, you see 
you see the water levels go from like you know okay in between like the t- like the top of okay to the bottom of oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck to where they literally just like comedically like a cartoon just spin out and the entire gauge pops out on its own oh no gosh cutting back to the core reactor you start to see more red flashing lights start to emit through as you hear within the core room coolant reactor system failure as you start to feel the uh, core reactor room heat up at a rapid pace oh okay am i aware that the detonation of this currently would probably wipe out the whole city yeah i mean it's pretty safe to say that a power <laughs> yeah, plant yeah. blowing up would wipe out a city cool beans i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna continue to just cry, try and spray coolant spray for for a little bit more and then uh just let me know when it gets real 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 bad it's starting to heat up in there but i think you're trying to redeem yourself from um your terrible deeds of the past as we cut back to the third floor <laughs> Uh, Scooter, inches away from you are the fangs of one of the uh, spiders. What do you do? I would like to um, use my arms that are free to reach behind me and pull out two of my arrows and throw them at the spider. Okay. Because they explode when they hit. You take out your uh, two exploding arrows and hurl them at the spider in front of you. And you get, you know, right in the mouth of the spider that was about to bite you as its head explodes. And you throw the other one, uh, exploding it. As the head explodes on you, you start to feel burning all across your body as you realize that these spiders have sacks of acidic spit. And so as you explode the spider in front of you, your face starts to burn off and melt as the spider web around you um, starts to lose its structure and the vents kick back in, and you all hear from the third floor, Scooter get jettisoned out, uh, being sent to his death. And you see in the control room this happen. The vent is still activated at this time, but then you see that the vent shut off, and the last thing you see from the control room is that there's now numerous spiders about the same size making their way in to that and closing up the vent. But Scooter has died. And you see from the control room, um, the spiders are starting to spread around the third floor. Weirdly enough, every time you see them on a new angle of the third floor, you start to see webbing covering the walls and it's cutting out your access to seeing any of the spiders on the third floor. And one of the last things you see actually is them making up to the stairwell and it looks like they're heading up the stairs and down them. As we cut back to the fourth floor as Dart is drastically trying to fix all the cracks and faults in the ceiling and walls as you hear a large bombarding sound coming from outside of one of the walls and it actually collapses one of the walls and Dart, as you go over to fix it, you look down at the ground and see the destroyed body of Scooter on the ground. Oh no, my dad, I mean Scooter? (laughs) No! And, like, Dart starts having a breakdown. How how far away is he from me right now? He flew out about 50 feet away from the building, so four stories up and about 50 (laughs) feet out. I just, like, hang out the window, like, using my sticky hand to hold on. I just hang out the window and just go, no! And, like, just weep profusely for a second before. I'm like, I have to pull it together. That's what Scooter would do. (laughs) Pull it together and try to save the day. 
And I go, I go back to trying to, uh, how is the structural integrity of the rest of the build? Like, is my effort futile here? Does it seem, or? It seems like you actually like did a lot of work and you're able to close up a lot of stuff. I think one of the first things you do is you seal up the giant hole that you had just gone through because you're trying to make your mentor slash maybe father proud. But <laughs> while you were hanging outside the building, looking upon at the, the fallen corpse of your dad mentor, you did not realize that there entered from the stairwell five spiders. As you seal up the final the final hole, you start to feel pulling on your back as um, spider webs start to encompass you from all angles. No! Never give up! Hope is the strongest weapon of all! And I try to do my tree frog leap out of the webs. Yeah, you start to leap out of the out of the ways of the spider webs and do some pretty cool feats and actually make your way to the stairwell. What's a nice little quip you would give if you escaped all five of the spiders? Oh no, Scooter never told me how to do quips! <laughs> As you say that and open the door to the stairwell, you feel the fangs of a spider bear into your chest as poison starts to immediately spread through your body as more and more spiders start to make their way into the top floor, overrush the entire top floor, and and Dart himself has now fallen as the last thing he sees is the multiple legs of all of the four to five foot tall spiders crawl over him as they just start to rip him to shreds. I'm coming, Dad! I feel like Heavendale might have been better off if we just not done anything to the spider. Hindsight's twenty twenty, am I right? Let's hop back to the park with leg two, where our heroes are trying to save all the puppies and kids. Too bad the most powerful hero they have can't spell. Astra, what are you gonna spell next? Oh man, uh, maybe maybe we could like chop its legs with axes. Uh, a. X-I-S? As soon as you spell Axis, uh, hundreds of history books focusing on the Axis of Evil um, start to rain from the sky. You hit a few spiders and a few kids. None of them are really hurt because they're just books. But a few of the kids are turned off because learning is boring. And they're just like, I came here to pet puppies, not read. And so, weirdly enough, you got a few kids to evacuate the area because of uh, books. Astrid, don't bake this the wrong way, but your spelling is crummy. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> as, you, as you say, your, I say another bread pump, uh, spider web starts shooting at the four of you. Um, and right before they can hit any of you, they all crumble into croutons. <laughs> Maybe can, can somebody steer me in the right direction so I can do some spraying? I will. Okay. I go over and I try and like point <laughs> death spray towards one of the spiders. You are able to uh, point death spray and, and spray some spiders. And as you're doing that, one of the spiders that gets hit lets out like a little bit of acidic spit. And it does hit death spray and part of the can starts to um, disintegrate. It's not fully gone yet. It does look like death spray has just been dealt a, a pretty heavy blow because of the acid spit. Once death spray kills a few more of the spiders, they start to let out this shriek and you see more pods start to land around you. And one pod lands right in the center of like the, the puppy pen and it's starting to hatch. All right, no more loafing around for Bedusa. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- 
<laughs> I run over and try to make eye contact with the spider so I can turn him into some bread. He's yeah, you, you run over and the, the first spider that's emerging out of the pod, you've seen each pod uh, roughly has about two to four spiders depending, emerges from the pod, like makes eye contact with you and immediately just falls down into a, a loaf of pre-sliced white bread as a mom just walks up and picks them up and just starts to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> and hand them out to hand them out to kids and she goes, man, I'm gonna be honest, you know, Puppy Days is getting better and better. The production value is getting higher every month. Like, this is such a great show. Um, and as she hands out the last PB&J, a web uh, hits her on the back and, like, pulls her out of the puppy pen and into the mouth of a spider as she's getting devoured. And then I think some people are starting to realize that this isn't a planned event. Somebody make Maris nervous so she can sweat bullets. Um, you're looking really awkward. Um... <laughs> I don't like that shirt on you. Are you trying to make me sad? <laughs> no, I'm trying to make you nervous. So you're going to hurt my feelings? I'm not very good at this. I'm a can. I think that's right. Uh, uh, while trying to make trying to make her nervous, uh, actually just starts to make her laugh so much that she starts to like cry laughing. <laughs> and like Tommy gun style bullets just start piercing out <laughs> from her tears as water as water bullets are just like ripping into all of these spiders. But like now, like the kids are starting to get scared because a few of them like almost got shot. And you see one kid even take a water bullet for the puppy that they were holding. <laughs> And then now, to make matters worse, all of the breadcrumbs that are around from Bredusa have now started to attract um, a swarms of, of pigeons that are also impeding your view as more spider pods start to land all around you. I know. When we have spiders at my house, my dad always sprays them with his, sprays them with his cologne and they just die instantly. We need some cologne. C-O-L-O-N? Uh, it's, it takes a second as you see, because whenever your powers form in front of you, it's kind of like a like a hazy mist at first as it's slowly starting to take shape into the spelling. And then at one point, you just see like a giant question mark form in front of you <laughs> as as colons just start to drop from the sky, large two periods uh, colons, like as if it was part of an art piece to start to land all around you. And it actually um, creates a line cutting off uh, Astrid and Bredusa on one side and blue bullet and death spray on the other and so you're now separated on your side Astrid you start to see a bunch of kids run up to you and just start screaming out like different words to spell um, and, you, and you see like there's five kids that's wearing a national spelling bee championship contest shirt um, and so they're screaming out things like you know onomatopoeia and aardvark and, and Mississippi and you know just all these fun words <laughs> Astrid's a little overwhelmed, and so she, like, pulls out her pocket dictionary and starts flipping through it maniacally looking for the words that these kids are spelling. She's, she's a little distracted by them. Uh, Bredusa, what, what are you doing? Uh, we still got that loaf of, uh, of bread with the white, white slices, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to start picking up slices of bread and just throwing them at the spiders. <laughs> and I'm going to yell, you're toast! <laughs> As you hurl these uh, untoasted pieces of bread in the air, they they magically toast as they, uh, you know, lob into the spider's faces and they seemingly um, don't care about it because you are just throwing bread at them. Um, And so as you get out another great bread pun, you do start to get uh, webbed by a few spiders as they're uh, trying to pull you in. And let's say let's say there's like two different spiders that have their webbing on you. that are slowly pulling you in. Oh, no, I'm not accustomed to such large enemies. (laughs) 
you say the you say the crust pun and then um <laughs> you see a puppy around you like it's it's fur weirdly changes uh texture to look like it is the crust of bread as bread just starts falling off of it as it just starts shedding this weird bread fur over and over again as because your powers are kind of focused on it because you're being pulled and you can't really focus your powers that well so you're just kind of regrowing bread hair on a dog that's just like <laughs> falling off and going back on as you just keep thinking about pb and j's and crustables Kids taking bullets for puppies? This story has everything! Leg seven. Um, I don't know how to even describe what they were attempting. Uh, when we last left, two eggs had just landed around them, and, and now a third falls in front of them. A third spider pod um, comes jettisoning out, and this one's on fire. Uh, the first two pods release... Two spiders each. These are a bit smaller. They're each about two feet. So there's four two feet spiders, and then a third pod lands down that is now on fire, letting out a five foot tall spider engulfed in flames. I'm gonna have to do maths to figure out how many spiders and feet, and how many legs do the feet have? Does each foot <laughs> well, per uh, leg? Well, can I grab one of the protest signs and using the flaming pod light it on fire? Yeah. All right, I do that. Okay, so you now have now, a now we have now we have weapons that we can use to drive them back. Mr. Ghost tries to usher away some of the protesters because he's not sure which of them he has unfinished business with. Um, <laughs> but if they are killed, it will cause him to uh, transcend this mortal plane forever, and he'd prefer not to do that. Um, how are you trying to get a few of them to leave? He's kind of just like making like a move along motion at them, saying, "Hey, uh, there's acid." <laughs> It's not working very well. It's not working very well, but I think you do get a few of them to leave because you're trying to be like, hey, move along, and they try to brush you off, and they look and go, oh shit, a ghost! And then like, <laughs> uh, you know, they want to protect a spider, but they're more scared of ghosts than they love spiders, so a few people are able to run off. From They'll be scared away, from... but it won't be a particularly scarring experience. The memory yeah. will fade. It's time. <laughs> And, oh, uh, good work, you saved some lives there. <laughs> Shadow, you actually uh, are hearing lots of voices right now because plenty of people find it very rude and offensive that you burned uh, a protest sign. <laughs> I'm brandishing it, it's like Alien, I'm brandishing it like a, like a, to keep these giant spiders away. <laughs> and Bone Daddy, what are you doing with all your bones? Uh, I'm moving them around, I'm sitting, so if I see, uh, I see Mr. Ghost is trying to, uh, like, escort people away, right? So I... I try to help him, and I'm like, hey, protesters, I saw a, uh, there, ooh, there was a treasure chest over there, and I point in a, <laughs> away from the spiders, seeing if that does anything. Um, none of you seem to realize this before, but there's a fairly large grouping of pirates in this protest, um, and not <laughs> oh, like boy, Somali, Somali pirates, but like fun, you know, fun old timey pirates. Well, not old timey; they're all terrible. Uh, fun Disney style pirates. It's a bunch of pirates cosplaying, and they hear you say there's a treasure chest, and they go, "Arg, that's my shit there," and then they <laughs> run off to find. <laughs> They run off to find some treasure, um, and so you've actually managed to get about half of the protesters to leave. Um, a few more have just left on their own accord because all they they did like the violence that ensued. They're now realizing it's gotten a bit too much because um, uh, the people that are like sh like covered in acid scars are now screaming some like Mad Max style witness me shit, and that's just not for them. All right, that works. So by my count, uh, we've got four giant spiders still to deal with. Presumably, the one that is on fire is uh, kind of going to take care of itself. There's four like two foot tall spiders and then there's one five foot spider that is on fire and um, it's 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 thrashing out and attacking people but it also seems like the fire is hurting it. 
but All it's right. also it's weirdly staying on fire for for a while. Well, if I, I'm gonna, I want to go after one of the two foot tall ones because we, we we've already taken out a four foot tall one, Mister Ghost. So I, I bet we can definitely just sort of stomp one of these two foot assholes. Oh, we can, yeah, we especially can I've got a flaming foot, sign, yeah. so. Uh, I, I I try and twat one of those giant spiders with a flaming sign, I guess. <laughs> you you just uh, you smash one of them with the flaming sign, and it's and it's pretty easy to take down. One of the spiders jumps on your back as it's doing this and is trying to bite you. Help me, Bone Daddy. <laughs> one of the two spiders, two, two foot tall spiders, as you call out to help to Bone Daddy. Oh, have no fear, Bone Daddy is here. I uh, I use my bones to uh, to run over <laughs> to the spider. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, yeah, you use you use those bones starting with my shoulder blades i use my bones to wrap around the spider to try to like grapple it and pull it off of them yeah you expertly uh command your bones and <laughs> grasp into the spider and uh summon bone strength like you've never done before and actually rip the sp- spider in Whoa, half nice a little blue. bit of uh, Thank you. acidic spit leaks on the back of the shadow burning his shirt luckily it doesn't go through right away you're able to rip off your shirt and, nice. you, and you look pretty cool too because you got like a battle torn shirt and you're holding like a flaming torch so you look pretty pretty badass for someone named the shadow can i rip my nice. shirt off too yeah, if you want to use your bones to rip your shirt off you can <laughs> yeah i see him rip his his shirt gets ripped off and i'm like oh serve me up some of that and i rip my own shirt off too but i'm old it like doesn't look good no, it looks it looks good because like it looks good because you like you don't care. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's like a Iggy Pop, I guess. Mister Ghost, what are you doing? I try to rip off my shirt, but I can't. Uh, it's intangible <laughs> and reforms immediately. I'm stuck in the clothes I was wearing when I died. I like the idea too that you are able to rip it, but it immediately forms back in the ghost form. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot remove my "Who's Ready for Hot Dogs" shirt ever. <laughs> I'm stuck with it now. <laughs> Um, oh, until I'm sorry. I until I'm I pass sorry. on. This is the first mention that your shirt says, "Who's ready for hot dogs?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I love that. That's your forever shirt. Um, yeah, as you, you all rip off your shirts, and some of the protesters that were like really, you know, raging into this, kind of now snap back into it, just because they they kind of just see two of you rip off their shirts, and then a ghost try to rip off their shirts, and honestly, it's just a very we- weird and silly situation in the midst of all this chaos, and it kind of snaps a few people back out of it, and some people are just like, "What am I doing? I have a family. Why am I why am I protesting and like fighting for these spiders? I don't even." I don't even think I like spiders. I think I just like groupthink, and I kind of just got stuck in a whole thing. And <laughs> oh man, I just got I got a lot of things to think about. And so you get a few more protesters to leave. Um, nice. But the five foot tall flaming spider is now upon the three of you, and it's trying to lash out. And you can't really tell if it wants to attack you or if it just wants its life to end because it was born on fire. But it's one of the two. Okay, Mister Ghost is still coming to terms with his newfound form, but he attempts to possess the flaming spider. He wants yes, to see if he good, has that good power. Idea. Oh, good, good idea. Not knowing if this is capable or not, after having watched movies like Ghost and things like that, you assume the way to inhabit a body is to just kind of ghost run and jump into it. And sure enough, right as the five-foot flaming spider is about to bear down its fangs on Bone Daddy, you see its eyes turn pale blue 
As you can only assume, Mr. Ghost has inhabited the body of the spider. Whenever you turned into a ghost, you lost all feeling. You were no longer able to feel pain. But as soon as you inhabited the body of the spider, you do get connected to its memories and mind and also um, nerve endings. So you do feel the pain of being engulfed in flames, but you are, in fact, possessing this spider. I, I think some extremely negative thoughts towards the shadow for setting fire to me, but uh, this will also I hopefully didn't set signal. Fire to you. <laughs> That this will, you were born this will on signal fire. that it's me. I, <laughs> I attempt to communicate using my hatred. Oh, meanwhile, I've been thinking really negative thoughts about the shadow the whole time. <laughs> Aww. I mean, it's nothing personal. I'm just like an old man. I'm bitter. You just, you pick up. There's a lot of low grade. I got a you lot just of hate in my yeah. lifestyle. <laughs> the the remaining three two foot tall spiders are now no longer aggressive, and they're kind of looking at you at, with the eyes of a of a son to their mother. Oh, excellent! Uh, I I um I destroy them <laughs> as they all as they all reach out their tiny little spider arms to you for for hugs and reassurance that uh, even though this world is chaos, there's somebody that cares about them no matter what. You send one of your spider legs uh pa- <laughs> in piercing through each of them. I, I roll around on them, engulfing them in flames. And then uh, the rest of the protesters that were there are just kind of like, "This, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? I, we can't protest spiders attacking spiders because I think maybe they can do that and we can't do that because I'm not really a spider, so I'm not one to say what spiders can and can't do. And honestly, there's too much of a moral gray area for me to be here. So yeah. I think I got to pick up a new cause and you're now successfully able to get the rest of the protesters to leave. Don't That's clap, <laughs> lecture, clap, spiders, clap. If you are not a spider, get out of spider spaces. <laughs> they're too, they're too politically correct to protest spider on spider violence. Yeah, it's too, it's well, too. They know risky. they've got bipedal privilege, so they just <laughs> stay out of it. And so, uh, and so, all the rest of the spiders are are. <laughs> oh, the spiders are gone. Um, we did it. Sometimes I forget there are things like ghosts and giant spiders. So weird how desensitized you get on the job. But yep, despite what your parents tell you, monsters are real. Speaking of monsters, let's go back to leg six at the hospital. The rancher had just lassoed a small spider and that spider is not too happy about it. You finally have roped up the first spider that you lassoed, and it's like right at your feet, and you, I think you have all of its like legs tied up, and it's like letting out little squeaks. Hell yeah, Atat style. The one spider that's been lassoed, it lets out a, a shrieking noise, and then you hear uh, two more eggs being shot off from the back of the giant spider, and one hits the magical barrier and explodes because um, it cannot pierce it, and then the second egg lands in front of the rancher. From the egg crawls out, a six foot tall spider. Ah, dunk. I think it's time to call in my uh, my patented armor plated steer, which is a, <laughs> a, a a large bull armadillo crossover that I created once in a terrible incident. So your monstrosity against God comes hurling out of the nearby alleyway, letting out a scream that can only be manufactured in a lab. As this, 
<laughs> now the flesh and machine and armadillo hide uh, runs and just headbutts the six foot tall spider as they begin to tussle with one another and you're calling out Kind of like it's kind of like a fun Pokemon battle. You're calling out moves <laughs> to, to to attack the spider and Spellbook inside of the now burning hospital. You notice that people are trying to escape, but your magical barrier isn't just protecting things from piercing the outside of it. It's also stopping people from escaping the inside as the smoke starts to build up more and more, and it's getting a little hard to see through all of the smoke that's being encapsulated with your magical barrier. Can I drop it partially? What are you trying? What like? Where would you be trying to drop it at? Yeah, I'll try to drop it at some emergency exits so that they can escape and just tell them these parts are free. You can go through there. Okay, yeah. So you are able to drop it in just one section to be able to tell them to escape through that. And just being a spellcaster, you don't really know a lot about um, how fire works because you open up just one section of this and it causes a backdraft, which allows more (laughs) oxygen to actually get into the building. And the fire was slowly uh, depleting all the oxygen inside because it was just burning itself out. So as soon as you open up the small of your spell barrier to tell people that way you can escape, that area just ignites, sending ripples of waves, uh, fire waves throughout the entire hospital as you now just see the entire hospital go up in flames. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I'm just really disappointed in myself at this moment. The rancher hasn't even noticed. He's too busy focusing on the, the fight that he's got going on in front of him. Mm-hmm. And, um, hey, I got five bucks on the steer. You want in on this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nacho, man, what do you do? Are you still just vomiting nacho cheese? <laughs> no, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop that and sort of wipe the, uh, wipe the cheese off of my face. And uh, all right, um, so I think that I'm going to uh, stop my nacho vomit for now. Uh, and so, are there any, are there any more uh, spiders around currently, like smaller spiders that are in the way that we can take care of? Um, the one four foot tall spider that was uh, bound up by the rancher has seemed to escape the ties of the rope that it had on it. That one is now actually uh, trying to sneak up and attack the rancher from behind. I see that the rancher's in trouble and I'm going to parkour off of a wall and throw some of my tortilla tip shuriken at it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You run and do like a cool parkour flip off of a non-destroyed wall next to you and hurl some tortilla chip uh, shurikens at this spider. They do hit the spider and when they do, it just kind of crumbles upon impact because they're just tortilla chips. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and, uh, and you see this midair and you try to bound off of another wall to get like a second wave of uh, tortilla chip shurikens thrown at it. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize that some of your nacho vomit was actually on one of your shoes so you use your right foot for the first wall and you're trying to use your left foot for this one and you actually just kind of slip on your own nacho vomit and fall on the ground. Damn. And the four foot tall spider is now crawled on top of you because you distracted it with your tasty nachos. Oh, damn. Right, so I'll try to shoot some magic balls at this spider. The non-flammable kind. So you, 
You flip through your flesh skin and you see a spell that says magic missile, but that's crossed out because uh, below that it says trademark law. And and so then it says, uh, then you see something that says magical bolt question mark. Uh, and you, you send out your non-copyright infringed uh, spells to shoot the spider. And just like an off-brand Mad Cat's controller, it just quite misses the mark as two of the two of the magic bolts hit the spider and then the third one misses going over Nacho Man's head and hitting the rancher in the back. Sorry. Ah, gosh darn it. As oh, this damn. happens. I uh, thought we were partners, partner. As this oh, happens, yeah. the rancher is distracted from the fight. The six foot tall spider bears its fangs down into the leg of the rancher and ah. as soon as this happens, you start to feel what can only be described as a poison coursing through your body at, at alarming speeds as you see the rancher's leg start to just spread with this black vein going all throughout his leg and leading up to his torso. That dang don't look good guys. This this thing don't look good. I don't really understand the rancher or his powers because he's a farmhand or did he just theme himself that way? Just Just overall a very confusing choice for a hero. So, back to the skies. We last left our heroes in the Thomas Vault dealing with the unforeseen consequences of adding fire to spider eggs. And I'm gonna inhale my, my freeze ball. <laughs> and I'm going to make it really windy. <laughs> that power's really, uh, really got a lot of range to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, come at me. What are you shooting your freeze ball at? Huh, that's a great question. I hadn't really thought that far. I was just going to shoot it wildly. Uh, oh, I shout to say, see if you can't freeze it at the neck. Perhaps if it can't look around as much, you might not know what it's doing. Not sure spiders have necks, old boy. Ah, well, good input there, friend. <laughs> we learn but, so much from each other every day. Absolutely. How about, how about the eye cluster? Yes, good thinking, chap. I say I'll buy you a beer for that one afterwards. Ah, kill it. Hold you to that. Right, let's do it then for Queen and Country. Absolutely. Uh, we come around for a second pass. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you, you make your way around to the front and um, you shoot ice cannonball at the eyes of the giant spider with, I'm assuming, accompanied by a, a gust of hearty wind. <laughs> Yes, not quite sure what I'm, what I'm getting at here. So, ooh, ooh, terrible brain freeze. Oh, gosh. So what happens, actually, is that you, you ready up your cannonball shot and the gusts of wind fires first, and it actually uh, it hits, it actually picks up a fair amount of speed and it hits the spider in the eyes, and doing so, it actually closes all of its eyes because of all the wind in it. And so when the ice, when the ice cannonball hits, um, it does freeze over, but the eyelids of the spider are able to just open back up because they're so massive and just break through the ice. Well, would you look at that? An arachnid with eyelids. Fantastic <laughs> Never thought display. I would have seen the day. <laughs> I tell you, I thought the giant spider was the weirdest part of this. <laughs> nope, it's definitely the eyelids, old boy. If we have time, I might try and grab a sketch from up high. <laughs> Absolutely. Show Mary Ann back home. Ah, Jenna would love to see that too, I'm sure. Yes, perhaps I could snap a picture with the new camera. Young Thomas would be so delighted to see it. Is that a Polaroid? Oh, yes, dear boy. I actually picked some up the other day down at the market. Yeah, I've been considering one of those myself. Yes. Anyway, uh, new idea, friend. Let's see if we can't, uh, perhaps you ice down the ground and I'll try and blow him over. See if we can't flip the bugger. Oh, I say, that's incredibly clever. Oh, you tease me, dear boy. 
<laughs> All right, coming back around. Here we go. As you go to take a pass to ice down the ground, um, you go beneath the spider, and I think that you, since you were at the front, you were like flying towards the back, and then you just do like a cool loop under, trying to um, shoot the ground beneath it. As you're flying forward underneath the spider, you feel your jet start to slow down and stop, and then it comes to an almost comically uh, still stop as it then is like whipped back as you notice there is a um, spider web uh, attached to the back of your plane as it sends you um, hurling backwards. All of your controls are just going haywire and you can't really seem to get anything to work. Oh gosh, looks like we're the flies. Crikey, egg mm. on your face, chum. <laughs> Indeed. Um, having a little bit of trouble here, trying to regain control. Uh, Hang on, let me write you. And I want to use my wind power. I think his plane is sort of like stuttering and sputtering, spinning mm -hmm. around. I want to use my wind powers to try and sort of write him and stop him crashing and then sort of catch where he is and start flying again usually. You use your wind power to try to write him, but it's kind of weird because using more wind to stop something from spiraling around doesn't really uh, seem to help it too much and you're trying to like balance it out and so you're just kind of like okay maybe more on the left no more on the right more on the left and then uh, eventually you that you see uh, his plane go uh, ascending into the town itself and then you see one of the one of the wings is clipped off as it goes behind a skyscraper uh, thomas too not coming sorry Get, Thomas, God, Thomas, Kenny. speak to me, friend. Oh gosh, see boy, you on no. the other side, old boy. This can't be happening. Thomas too. Thomas too. Oh, he's young. He's young, Lord. Why take him now? Why take him now? Here's a boy, a young boy, a young Thomas of his own. Young Thomas three is gonna grow up without Thomas two to show him the robes. There is no justice in this world. What sends an evil spider to here to ah, destroy? There you oh, are, old pal. Boy. There you are. There you oh. are. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just uh, got a bit of interference behind the uh, the skyscraper back there. You Just... bloody scared me, you rotter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you I'm have to go cheese and crackers, mate boy. <laughs> well, I'm terribly sorry. I had no intention of such. Well, that's quite all right. Gave me quite the scare. Right, come on. Let's get back to business. How's the old wing? Well, I had to shave off the other wing to even it up, but... Ah, uh, marvelous <laughs> thinking. <laughs> seems like Seems like it's holding good for now. I think okay. this is how planes work. Well, nonetheless, I've got two of these wings, so if you need one, just have a shout. We can plenty to share. <laughs> uh, Thomas One, as you're having this conversation, uh, you feel a, a draft inside your plane, which isn't normal, and then you look down and see that um, there is a small hole that is quickly expanding um, as you put together that the spider might have some uh, acidic spit and has uh, hit the bottom of your plane. I hate to say this, old chap, but it, it looks like the, the bottom of your the bottom of your plane, uh, I, I think I can see your legs. Oh, crikey. This isn't quite what we had in mind. Um, well, I suppose it makes it easier for a quick exit, eh? Uh, I might have to consider that myself, but for now, certainly suboptimal. Um, um... Let me see what I've got. I'd like to root around like the glove box of the plane. I assume mm. planes have a glove box. Do I have yeah, any yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like? Um, I'm imagining like a like a sealant spray. I can just sort of cover it up and try and like neutralize the acid, maybe. As I'm sort of reaching over the back of the seat, like, hang on, what do we got yeah. here? You see a canister that says Al's um, Al's spider <laughs> neutralizer and sealant spray. <laughs> Yeah, boy, you're not going to believe this. Remember that lucky dip I got at the Christmas office party? Yeah, it was a bit of a comical one, that. We laughed our asses off when uh, Joan from accounting got me that acid neutralizer spray, but who's laughing now? I'll certainly have to send Joan a Christmas card. Hang on, sir! 
<laughs> Thomas, too, uh, as uh, as you're reminiscing uh, parties of old, you feel an impact on the side of your plane, um, and it doesn't look like there is any damage caused, but now you do notice that there are some um, spiders cl- clinging to the side of your plane, uh, oh, crawling towards the cockpit. Do spiders have eyelids? I think that's just a debate that has no true answer, and we're going to move on. Leg 8. Still thrashing around City Hall, and our heroes, or villains, wink, haven't really done anything to help. But maybe that'll change? Nitwit, uh, you now find yourself landing back on top of the of the yarn bridge as it's on its like last, like, you know, five square feet before it burns up to you. I look down at the spider attached <laughs> to my chest. What other fine mess you've gotten us into? <laughs> and then I die! Die in a horrible fire of my own creation. Well, the arsonist's creation, which I really should have brought up again at the meeting. And what's weird to all of you is that that's like, he just says that as like, you all see, he has a chance to escape as the yarn bridge is just like smoldering closer and closer to him as he screams about how he dies. And it's not even the, the, the fire that kills him, it's actually the fall because because the yarn bridge like burns up underneath him and he falls down uh, chest first that actually splatters the baby spider that was beneath him but all of the uh, acid within him just <laughs> splatters back and um, just burns off the nitwit's face as he, you just kind of see him bubbling, um, dissolving slowly. <laughs> I hope I run into someone I know in hell. That's <laughs> <laughs> so never left. The, and then the arsonist, uh, you have some text in your feet. <laughs> I'm also like this entire block is on fire. Mm-hmm. Like I've lit everything on fire that I could. Okay. And it looks up. That's very on brand. <laughs> I've like busted city hall. I have like busted through the windows and yeah. thrown like more molotov. Like I like my feet hurt, but. I feel like this is the end, probably. Nothing yeah. compared to our level uh, of yeah, arson. You're, you're, just, you're just lighting shit on fire like crazy, um, and you hear a, you hear a jet above you um, do a bombing pass on the spider, and uh, as everything around you burns, you look up and you see just a giant chunk of ice that has fallen off uh, the, no. uh, the spider's face <gasps> as you no, get crushed no. to death by your mortal enemy. <laughs> no! Ice. <laughs> Can my um, flamethrower explode, <laughs> causing more fire? Yes, your flamethrower explodes as, as the ice crush down on top of you, uh, creating just a bunch of steam all around. Uh, so, <laughs> just really heating up the place, uh, and, a, and a few more things catch on fire. <laughs> Uh, as yeah, as the arsonist dies, uh, being crushed by uh, some debris from an ice bomb. Okay, so they didn't change. And yes, they were just villains and actually caused lots of structural damage and sore feet, but uh... Oh shit, I got nothing. Like 5 has a bittersweet end. Some people say Ace was able to redeem himself in his final moments, but is there any redemption in death? <laughs> Sorry kids, that weed gummy I ate must be kicking in, so let's speed this thing up. We're gonna cut back to the to the now destroyed water room. No! Um, oh no! Okay, so the problem was that there was a clog. 
Right. Yeah, and now the problem seems to be that um, you destroyed all of the major plumbing and pipe system. Where does the water need to go? Back in the now destroyed pipes. <laughs> okay, are the pipes moving up uh, or so down? So it does like, seem like the, the, the central location that you destroyed was where mm-hmm. all of them crossed, but you do get a feeling like you might be able to maybe turn yourself into the central pipe system. 100%. I, I will be the motion of the ocean. You call back the uh, spire of earth that you sent into the room, but you make enough room for you to be able to get in there and you use your uh, powers of elemental manipulation to start controlling the waters um, throughout. We're going to cut back to the core reactor. The coolant system failure sign stops flashing, but you do hear on the other side of a room a click that sounds almost like a locking mechanism. Oh, so I'm like stuck in the room? Not yet, but what you do uh, you do gather is that it seems like the core is going to some kind of emergency lockdown sequence. Okay. Uh, are there still fissures? Yeah, there's still a few, and it seems like everything actually starts to seem like it's uh, cooling down with the now restored um, coolant system. Okay, well then I'm going to begin to make my way out and maybe back to the main control room. You make your way out just in time as you hear um, behind you, core reactor sealed. I'm going to make my way to the control room. (laughs) How's the core room looking? What are you doing in there? Is there, is the seat like a swivel chair? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a really nice ergonomic chair in there. And there's actually, uh, there's actually like a little tag on it that says, um, it says happy birthday, Jimmy, (laughs) from your loving family. And you actually look um, and there is a picture on the control board. And sure enough, it's Jimmy that, you know, that ran the control room with his family. And the reason why you know it's Jimmy is you look on the other side and you um, now see somebody who was crushed under some debris in the control room, but you can definitely make out the face of Jimmy. But he's like for real dead. Yeah, yeah, 100% very dead. I walk over to him and from my overall front pocket, I take out my dead stuffed hamster. <laughs> and oh I my god, On his little chest. Give me. And I say, it's okay, dude, we all gotta lose our friends. And then I walk back in the swivel chair, take a few spins, hit another button. <laughs> what color button do you hit? Um, let's go with the rainbow. So blue, blue. Oh, no. You hit the blue button, and you hear a voice going, All doors unlocked! Uh, All of you just start to see every door open in front of you, and inside of the control room, as you're swiveling around hitting buttons, you do one pass, hit the blue button, do a second pass, everything's fine, do a third pass, you see one spider in the room, a fourth pass, you see two spiders in the room, and finally, when you stop, there's now three spiders, and at this same time is whenever Ace walks uh, up to the control room. I'm going to just rush forward and attack the spiders to protect my friend. All right, so yeah, you rush forward as these spiders are uh, distracted and, and they don't see you coming from behind and uh, and you, you start to attack them as Barbie sits in the chair letting out screams of terror and you, you see Ace go toe-to-toe with these few spiders and it seems like he has the upper hand. Oh, I pick up Gibby and I put him back in my pocket. And then I would like to take one of, from my pocket, like a little bead of um, acid and throw it on a spider. You throw a small bead of uh, of homebrewed acid on one of the spiders, and it singes it a little bit, and then the spider just turns to you, letting out a giant spit of its own as your hand that threw the bead of acid now disintegrates in front of you as the acidic poison uh, spit of the spider melts off your arm. Oh. I always knew I was going to lose a limb. And I just... Oh, my God. 
can, can I try to mind control the spider? Yeah. Um, I want to let it know about spiders and drain pipes. And I just want them to know that with water, they're going to get washed away. Ooh, nice. As you tell a old folklore child's tale, <laughs> the spider that had spit on you is no longer paying attention to Ace. It seems weirdly into the story that you're telling it. Oh. As it gets even closer and closer, even seemingly starts to sit on the ground. And if, <gasps> if a spider could sit cross-legged, it does as all of its eyes perk up and stare at you as the story just engulfs it. And as soon as it's finished, you start to hear a screeching noise as if it demands more stories. Oh, <laughs> As it screeches. I throw the other spider into it as hard as I possibly can with my super strength. Uh, you hurl the spiders into it, and sure enough, they the remaining spiders do knock it back, but they also do all oh, collide no. with Barbie. And as the one spider that now has an understanding of the great mirth of storytelling is angered <laughs> that it's been stopped and doesn't know what it's from, immediately starts to attack Barbie because he thinks that when the stories stop, the sadness comes back, and you see Barbie <laughs> ripped to shreds in front of you. before my other arm gets ripped apart be to throw my dead hamster to Ace. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Okay. The, um, the sure one thing enough. that you see that isn't a spider limb from the from the mass carnage is Barbie's uh, remaining arm as a dead hamster comes hurling at your face. I catch the corpse of Kibby, our, our once secret that she told me of, realizing that <laughs> my true weakness, spiders, my kryptonite, if you will, <laughs> I can't win this fight in this room. I race as fast as I can to the reactor room. No! That was the no. Alright, so you start making your way back to With the Giddy reactor room. In my hand. And now we're going to cut back to Nora. It's starting to get harder and harder to control the flow of this water as more and more starts to pour out and more pipes start to burst all around you. It seems all but futile. What do you do? It's okay, so knowing it's not going well. I want to try to channel this water down into, like, the reactor room where I think it needs to get cooled the most. All right. You start to uh, channel all the water in the reactor room, and there's definitely a very large strain on you as you do so. And it's starting to actually make your powers go a little haywire, and you start to not only summon water and control it, lightning starts to streak out of the outlets all around you. You You feel the earth rumble from beneath your feet, and there's even heat starting to emit from your hands, even though water is pouring over it. It's starting to make an almost steam that's filling the room. We make our way down to Ace, who has made his way back to the core reactor, and Nora is trying her hardest to keep the temperature down. That, but the two of you are now able to speak over an intercom system because of uh, Nora's interaction with all the electricity oh. and everything in there cool. has, 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 has sparked on a call box that goes from the reactor room to the rest of the power plant for uh, safety measures. The jam on the button. Uh, Nora, have you heard from the others? No, nothing. I can't even believe I'm hearing from you. Barbie's gone. I no. failed again. And amidst all the water that Nora is dealing with, tears streak down. <laughs> and then I push the intercom and I go, It'll be a pleasure to die with you, Ace Washington. Uh, did the spiders follow me? There's a bunch of spiders hot on your tail. Cool. I'm gonna jam on the button and I'm just gonna say, Nora, Get out if you can. I'll take care of this. 
tell my story. And I rip the door off the reactor to sacrifice myself and absorb all the energy from the reactor like dispersing it into the like spiders around me in the building. Yeah, I think this is a, a really cool thing that happens. So the last thing Nora hears is save yourself. And I think that um, knowing that the rest of her team is gone, she also summons powers that she didn't even know. Yes. So yes. downstairs, Ace, you start to absorb all of the, the radioactive. Bust the door down and go yep. in. Yeah, you, you bust the door down and start to absorb all of the um, radioactive heat and energy that it's emitting off, and rays start to shoot out of your body, hands and eyes, decimating every spider that comes towards you as waves and waves of spider keep coming again and again. They're all just getting wiped out. Nora, you use every force of your body to just keep funneling the water downstairs to help cool down the overpowered reactor until eventually, as you said before, your tears started to feed into that and you start to feel your body become lighter and lighter as you realize you've summoned so much of yourself, you're literally putting yourself into your powers as you slowly disintegrate into elemental matter and disperse yourself from the plumbing room into the pipe, sending yourself down to the core reactor and you have a sentience about you as you travel through the pipes, knowingly go into the reactor itself to cool it down. And the last thing you see as your essence starts to burn out once it hits the core reactor is Ace now redeeming himself as everything around him starts to burn. And the last of uh, Nora's powers actually summon up a giant earth-like tome that engulfs the entire power plant, sinking it underground and letting out an explosion that ripples throughout the city as both of you die but you have saved the rest of Heavendale holy shit did someone actually do something heroic huh I always forget that part let's catch back up with our boys over on leg four uh, I think we left off with spider guy ah yeah here we are And so we're going to cut back to Spider Guy. Now there is a uh, the pod that has just crushed the uh, the lawyer in front of you, serving you a cease and desist, um, has two two spiders crawling out of it. What do you do? Uh, first, I take that cease and desist because I'm not one to break the law. I want to make sure that this is covered and like I don't want to like risk my spider museum uh, yeah. takeover. So I take that, uh, gently fold it up and put it in my pocket. I think I'm going to try to take over the minds of these two spiders. You, you are able to do it for one of them. You're able to get the control of one of the spiders. Um, and as the other one realizes what you're doing, like you get like um, just some spider fangs, like just straight into your leg. Um, and you, you, you start to feel like you're losing some feeling in it really fast. Damn. Uh, but you do have control of one of the spiders, so you can make it attack the other spider if you yeah, want. Yeah, I will. I will. I will uh, command it to attack its best friend. Okay, great. So um, I'm also going to send the other like hundreds of spiders that I have onto the other spider, which is kind of weird, I suppose, but it doesn't matter. It's all I have. Okay, so yeah, you're sending all the other baby spiders on that, and you uh, since you like can are telepathically linked to spiders, you hear the one spider that just had attacked you screaming at the spider like who's like who you have uh, mind-controlled. I guess I don't really know what Spider's name would be, so, like, he's just kind of like... Steven. Yeah, it's like, Steven. He's like, how could you do this? So we went to Spider Academy together. He goes, <laughs> you just got to snap out of it. As they're like... And then Steven is just, like, mindlessly, like, attacking his best friend. Like, he was, like, spider best man for him and shit like that. So, pretty... uh, so and then Big O, you, you now see, like... Spider guy is 
like his leg is like turning like a, a, a pale white with like some black streaks throughout it. The zookeeper has crushed dozens of people. What are you doing? Noticing that the giant whale has just crushed tons of people, I am going to run over and be concerned that a random whale that I don't know or don't remember anyway has just killed a lot of people, so I'm going to act concerned for all the people. I'm gonna, and I'm <laughs> going to I am going to attempt to move the whale off of the bodies. You run up and just like shoulder check this whale trying to push it back. <laughs> Um, and what you didn't realize, because it happened more than 30 seconds ago, on the other side of the whale is, oh, like, no. another 75 people. <laughs> and you use your brute strength to just start shoving the whale forward, and sure enough, it's, it's you know, you're just pushing that boulder up the hill. As you hear a familiar voice screaming, stop, no, no, and then more and more people screaming, we're ascending, we're ascending. And then... Uh, yeah. and, I, and I keep pushing forward and I yell, don't worry, everybody, I've got this. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Zoo Zookeeper, what are you doing? So uh, I, I feel my I feel my body crush these people's bodies mm -hmm. like grapes under me. And uh, I'm going to try to now transform into the I think we're going to go with a uh, a naked mole rat. All right, so sure enough, you transform into a naked mole rat. Whenever you transform, you probably kind of meet in the middle of your center of gravity from the last one. So you were whale size. So you're now just a naked mole rat, like falling from about like 20 feet in the air. Oh, no. And cat dude, with your ever vigilant gaze, you now notice a very tasty looking naked mole rat falling in the sky. And you think maybe you could pounce on it. I'm going to get that before it hits the ground. I jump off the building. <laughs> so you jump off the building in like midair. You are able to like, you know, aerodynamically just like shoot through the air as this thing is like frantically flailing its tiny little mole rat arms. It's covered in everybody's blood. Yeah, and it's covered in everyone's blood. And Zookeeper, you're kind of like spinning in the air beneath you on like your rotation. You just see like the massive amounts of like dead bodies that you just crush <laughs> with your whale body. And then as you spin upwards towards the sky um you see like the giant spider that none of you have really done anything to help with <laughs> and then when you finally come back to like the full rotation the last thing you see is the mouth of cat dude uh can i try uh as soon as i get into cat man's mouth transform back into a human yes <laughs> so, so so cat dude <laughs> like reaches like wraps his mouth around your uh naked mole rat body and then like is like baring its teeth into like into your neck as it's just like slowly starting to uh rip your head off inside of its mouth and like with with your last impulse like you turn your body into a human but it's like halfway to that <laughs> Because, like, you're also, like, having your head ripped off during this. So what all of what Big O and Spider Guy would see if either of them are looking at this is Cat Dude jumping, biting a naked mole rat in the air to bite its head off. And about halfway through the bite, you then see Cat Dude's mouth and face explode <laughs> as the mole rat turns into a human-sized person. And then its head falls off. And you just kind of see, like... A weird, misshapen, half-human, half-mole rat body on the oh ground next to the now decapitated, head-explode body of Cat Dude. 
And Big O, as you're seeing all of this happen, and you just get trampled, and they all start to rush towards the spider leg. And we're going to cut back to Spider Guy, who's in the middle of, a, of, of making two best friend spiders attack each other. And from behind you, you hear um, the remaining... Let's say about 60 people that were left are now running straight for you. All right. So I just saw my leader and my best friend die. And I see uh, Big O, he's down. I think I'm the only one left. I have to fix this. And he uses his, his spider-like agility to sort of backflip out of the uh, fight that's happening in front of him. He climbs the tallest building and tries to get face-to-face with the biggest spider. Get right in front of him and he's going to pull up both of his hands and try to control his brain and go, Listen to me. I I am your master now. You you don't want to do this, okay? You've killed too many. This is this is this is enough. You need to you need to stop, okay? You really need to stop. You are just staring down this spider and it's and it's like many eyes and for a second there you feel like you might have actually like made a connection because the spider is just staring at you and it doesn't seem aggressive or or anything like that and you think maybe maybe you did it and then you start to feel all of your flesh melt away as um acidic poisonous spit comes out of the spider's mouth and just like within like one wipe there's just like almost disintegrates your entire body as you're on top of the spider museum that you so preciously own you're about to sell the acidic spit just like starts to melt down through the roof and causing like causing your spider museum to collapse upon itself <laughs> And then we cut back to Big O, who uh, is just watching all of these people get trampled, and you hear uh, you hear a voice from behind you, and you feel a hand on your shoulder, and just goes, "Brother, are you ready to ascend?" Well, I, I don't really know what that means, but y- yeah, oh yeah, I'm ready to ascend. <laughs> and the last remaining cult of the trampled help carry Big O uh, to. To the to the smashing spot, and sure enough, Big O, you see a giant spider leg reach up uh, in the air and starts coming slamming down upon you. And in that very moment, you remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but the city was probably better off that all of them died. I know that sounds harsh, but sometimes the truth isn't always nice. I kind of did like Big O, though. Really easy to prank. Speaking of pranksters, let's go back to my brother and leg six at the hospital. Or the building that used to be a hospital. We left off with Spellbook trying to cast a healing spell on the rancher. Right, quick, 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 healing spell, healing spell. Somewhere here has to be a healing spell. As he's flipping through his skin flaps, I just uh, look directly into the eyes of the of the spider that's on top of me, and I just start vomiting in its face to, to try to keep its fangs off of me. Great. Uh, you start to sort of vomit in its face, um, and it's a weird thing to do because you're laying on your back, and it's on, on top of you, so you're just trying to, like, vomit up at it. Most of it's missing, and it's kind of falling back on yourself, and then the spider thinks that you're trying to play a fun game with it, so it in returns vomit. <laughs> some stuff up on you and you start to get um, acidic acid spit from this spider vomited on you even though you're 
flesh is is pretty resistant to the hot bubbling oils of the cheese that comes out of your body mm-hmm. it's not that resistant to acid your face starts to sizzle and melt under uh, all of this acid and you all smell earlier you smelled the jalapenos that came with nacho vomit but now it's a uh, it's a weird crispy barbecue of a human as you all watch nacho man uh, oh, no. vomit himself to death nacho man in your last gurgle what do you say well I think it's less of uh, I say something out loud, but it's my my, my inner monologue uh, as I as I think about my my brother in my last moments uh, as I as I'm expending the last of my nacho cheese. I just think about the I just think about the note that I left him on the on his desk, telling him that I love him and I'm proud of him, and he will lead the people of Heavendale to a brighter tomorrow, and to remember me. And then I explode in a in just a mass of nacho cheese, like a mushroom cloud of nacho cheese. Yeah, this this mushroom cloud of nacho cheese sends the four foot tall spider like flying up in the air, far off the distance. And sure enough, you all see Nacho Man explode. Going back to Spellbook, as you're trying to flip through your flesh pages looking for a heal spell, you do find something that says heal, and you don't have enough time to read it. And you cast the spell, and what you didn't read is that it is it does say heal, but it's H-E-E-L and the six foot tall spider has now been turned into a wrestling heel um, so the spider normally before was just six feet tall but now it has a very flamboyant wrestling outfit on there and just starts to like saunter around the rancher as the poison is uh, spreading through, through the rancher's body and you can see the spider starting to like hype up an imaginary crowd uh, with just like four of its legs like waving in the air <laughs> yeah so the rancher you're on the ground as this poison is spreading through your body and you see this now transformed spider into a, uh, a spider with wrestling gear on it <laughs> just, oh, just like a really really like sparkly leotard yeah. with like a skull on it that's just dope as hell <laughs> what are you gonna do this is, this is how I always wanted to go <laughs> I think, yeah, the rancher is just kind of resigned to uh, his own fate as he just like lays there on the on the ground, imagining that he's on the mat, ready to tap out one last time. As the six foot tall spider starts to tap its spider elbow as it jumps up in the air, just uh, <laughs> elbow drop the rancher. What are your last words before this spider <laughs> lands its killing blow? The rancher is a man of principle. I think the man, the rancher is is a man who knows when he's bested, but he still wants to do what he can. With his last breath, he calls for water buffalo steer. And what appears is a steer roughly four times the size that it normally would be, with just a hose for a face that just runs <laughs> straight for the hospital. Uh, this- and, then, and then the rancher... <laughs> Perishes. <laughs> yeah, so with your last words, you summon a water buffalo steer as this wrestling spider <laughs> crushes your skull under its under its spider elbow. In uh, Spellbook, you hear a rumbling coming from behind you that could only come from a water buffalo four times the size of a normal one. As you see it running into the hospital trying to extinguish the flames almost immediately as it runs into the hospital does it run back out now on fire because the hose <laughs> nose on it has been burnt off <laughs> and you see this you see this 
<laughs> Giant water buffalo heading straight for you, Spellbook. What do you do? Well, I might try to teleport myself out of the way. I mean, it's giant, so yeah. I possibly will not just sidestep it. You find a, a spell in your in your flesh book. It's called Teleport Out of the Wayus, and <laughs> you cast it just in time to miss the water buffalo, and as you reappear, you find yourself on the top floor of the now burning hospital as you see what your spells have done to all of the people that were just trying to get healthy here and you start to feel the ground of the floor give out beneath you as the hospital is about to collapse what are your last words or thoughts so it has come to this and then the spell book it starts flipping very quickly and flips to the last page with the spell burn after reading and then Spellbook's arm explodes with him, vaporizing him entirely. So before the building can vaporize you entirely, you think, no, I'm going out on my terms, and you vaporize yourself. Yes. Yes, this is precisely what I have done. After Spellbook explodes, the pages from his arm just go fluttering into the distance. Seems that with purpose, but... Nobody can really say where. Ugh, I hate thinking that flesh spellbook is just fluttering around out there. And I guess I also hate thinking about my brother dying. But for sure hate the flesh book way more. Ah, yes. The Thomas Vault. We left our heroes in the air where they found themselves in a sticky situation. It's sticky, like a web. Whatever, you're just dumb kids who don't get comedy. L looks like I have a couple of furry friends on me at the moment, old chum. Ah, bastards <laughs> looking for an easy meal, no doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. I I'm going to do some stunts, some sick stunts. See if that yes. shakes them off. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and do some flips and stunts. You're able to get a, get a few of them off, but at one point during one of your sweet flip stunts, you come too close to another building and the uh, the glass covering on your cockpit is actually uh, broken off and there's one remaining spider on it. It is now crawling straight for you. As Thomas One watches on, he starts to um, once again feel a breeze as the small spot that you're able to put Al's sealant and uh, spider neutralization spray um, <laughs> and it started to eat away for it and then you look at the uh, you look at the can it says only good for regular sized spiders oh, Joan you but you've, you've scuppered me here old gal right uh, okay quick thinking we need here um, perhaps maybe I can if it's corroding through the metal right maybe mm -hmm. I can like what I'm thinking is essentially to cut a ring around the problem area. If that makes sense, so I'm just going to like uh, pull out a mini blowtorch I have <laughs> in my plane, and I want to cut around the entire area that's contaminated with the acid. Just try and cut it off now. Essentially, yeah. like amputating the problem area, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm going to deliberately cut off a large section of the undercarriage of my plane. <laughs> You're starting to do that. There's there's now a spider. There's now um like a mastiff dog sized spider. It's not like you know it's still yeah. fairly large, but like it's it's crawling at you and uh, and like you can see it's like ready to like jump at you for an attack since your cockpit is now open. What do you do? Looks like I have a spider here for a, for a bit of Archie Bargy, Thomas One. Uh, uh, a bit busy down here on the ground at the moment, boy. Any 
Here, you got this abs- one. Absolutely, I do. Uh, r- raise your juke, spider boy. <laughs> Qu- Queens Queensbury rules. I stand up. I stand up in the cockpit with my two fists. You put your plane on autopilot. I'm kind of navigating it with my knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you. Yeah, you've definitely done this kind of showboating before. Um, you put your plane on autopilot and and turn towards the spider and tell him, you know, put up, put up his dukes and, and then it just jumps on your face. Oh God. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and starts to bite you. Queensbury rules, I said. As your, as you, as your knee hits, hits a hard left on the control stick as your plane just goes crashing towards the ground. Thomas one, are you in the, you're in the air trying to cut out. Yeah. I've got my little sort of, uh, you yeah. know, what do you call so, it? Like a welding mask over me. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, so I've as you're doing that and you're hearing over the inner like the fight with Thomas too and then you know you're just like seconds away from finishing this the soldering and weirdly enough once you finish it like you look down and you think like that piece of metal should have fallen down with the plane and then you look up and realize the rest of the plane that was working actually then just like blew off above you <laughs> and you are now just strapped into your fighter fighter jet plane uh, so he, seat has, so he like he like coyote style cut himself out of the <laughs> cut himself out of the bottom of the plane yeah. and it's now just I see it's, it's, he's now just soaring through the air as this happens you look and see uh thomas too has just been attacked by a spider man made a miscalculation here on play chum if you think that's a miscalculation you should see what's going on on my end oh gosh well i, I think the prize my- fool thomas too might be the end for me too old boy it's been a pleasure serving with you all these years well <laughs> There's actually nothing I can say. We really did ourselves dirty on this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's hope Thomas 3 and Thomas 4 live on in our honour. <laughs> it's all we can really hope for at this point. For, for Queen and Country, old boy. You know, old boy, Marianne said to me this morning, she said, Thomas, will you not take your parachute? I said, Marianne, I've been flying planes for 25 years. I have no need for a parachute. And Well, she'd be laughing her ass off if she could see me right now, chum. This spider's really biting me right now. My my face is swelling up something awful. Well, did you ask for Queensby rules? I, I did. Little blighter didn't, didn't even didn't even stop to consider. Well, if it's any consolation, I feel we'll soon both be dead anyway. Absolutely. Both of you find it weird that you still haven't, like, fallen to your death, and then you realize that Thomas One uh, unconsciously has been in control of his wind powers better than he ever has, as as you both just find yourself, what you were, like, you know, plummeting to your deaths slowly turned into a somewhat gliding to where now you find yourself landing on a building top with, within the uh, Spider Day fight. No, does, um, does Thomas Two land next to me as well? Yeah, Thomas Two lands next to you as, uh, as you look at all of the um, the swollen bite marks over his face <laughs> as this spider has has all but taken him down. I'd like to start by first of all just <laughs> punching the spider like, square in the back <laughs> like uh, so where it's like latched onto him yeah. I'm just gonna like 
punch it to try and make it let go. You punch at the spider and immediately your hands are ripped to shreds as, <laughs> as you find that the hairs on the back of these spiders are razor sharp and you immediately start to see these weird black lines forming up the forearm of the, of the arm that hit it as you can kind of uh, assume that there's the same poison coursing through Thomas's two veins now in yours. Jesse, get out of here, old boy. My, my no. is a... My ways is seizing up. I'll never leave you, my friend. Not now, not ever. And I'd just like to use my wind powers to just blast this thing off its face off his face if I can. Yeah. Preferably while maintaining the face <clears throat> on the skull. You successfully are able to like summon a gust of wind to hit the spider off as the two of you kind of assume you might be this might be the end. Thanks for getting it off my face, old boy. How bad does it look? I can't really make much out. Like we both sort of collapse down. I sort of look over and I say, uh, a vision as ever, old chum. Uh, have no worries. I'm sure you're still the beauty of the town. Oh, that was you, old boy. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say. Uh, we learn most from our friends, really. Any beauty I ever had, I simply learned from you, chum. As the two of you sit there and share uh, a final moment and find it harder and harder to talk, let alone uh, like you know breathe even, you are watching the chaos of the of the giant spider attacking the town and on the building top that you found yourself on you see uh, a hero that you both know as spider guy run up and start to plea with the spider because you did not realize the building you landed on is like right in front of the face of the spider and um, spider guy does not notice you and you neither of you are able to say anything to him but as this happens you see the spider stop and maybe even contemplate for a second <laughs> Uh, what Spider Guy said to him, and then it lets out a giant burst of acidic acid spray, covering all three of you and crumbling the building down. And you realize the building you landed on top of was actually the Heavendale Spider Museum. T Thomas Vault. Thomas Vault. As both of you let out that final whisper, you are now dead. Ah, the Thomas Vault and Spider Museum. Two things that make this town great. Or, should I say, made. <laughs> oh yeah, that weed gummy is for sure kicked in. Now back to leg three with the action news team. Warcaster is the next one up on the scene. Let's find out what happens. And then the camera like slowly like does a little pan to the left and right because I don't know what to do. And then it just slowly pans onto it the warcaster. And, and so yeah, it points on the warcaster and then same thing, sound guy points the mic at you and gives you the rolling sign. Uh, all right. Uh, um, hello, this is uh, Polly de Jesus, your warcaster and m meteorologist. Uh, we have a 65% chance um, of more flaming horse spiders, so remember to dress accordingly. Also, uh, man, I don't even know. We just, I, I don't know. We're not a team anymore, you guys. We lost one of Whoa. ours. I could have predicted. You, you hear off screen. What are the chances you're gonna help me out? And uh, as the, as as you hear that off screen, you pan and you see he is literal inches away from his head being inside the mouth of one of the pony-sized spiders. And then Jan Jenkins. After a while, the cat is nursed back to health, and you see them, the cat and the eagle, exchange information so they can stay in touch. As the eagle flies <laughs> off, and the cat actually hops on the back of the hero dog and rides away. 
Oh, and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm just slowly wiping away a couple tears because um, it was just such a beautiful moment. You feel one of the tears uh, slide down your face and you feel an appendage of sorts kind of wipe it away. And you look next <laughs> to you and one of the smaller dog-sized spider also has tears welling up in its eyes as you look Aww. upon this this uh, amazing animal friendship. I realize I take my handy dandy Northwestern University clicky pen and I try to communicate with the spider through clicks. And I wait to see if it responds. You get a few clicks back and forth and you think that you're doing a good job at um, communicating mm-hmm. with it at first because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's seeming pretty happy. But then um, you do a series of clicks that then you just see all of the hairs on the spiders kind of like go up and then it just starts to uh, spit, acidic spit all over you as you realize you might have said something to offend the spider. As you start to feel parts of your flesh burn off, you see that spider look to other spiders and do a few clicking noises again and then repeats the clicking that you did to inside it and then all of the other spiders just turn to you and start spitting on you as you see as you see jane jenkins um being covered in an acidic spit and with her last breath what does she say I hope I'd made my old man Jenkins proud. Click, click, click. <laughs> and so as the last thing you see is um, her body disintegrates into a to like a weird g- green mush and her hand is still somehow clicking the pen as it just slowly <laughs> melts into the acidic pile beneath it. And then now we are left with the Warcaster uh, who looks upon an anchorman who is inches away from having his head bitten off by a spider. What do you do, Warcaster? I'm going to find some sort of projectile thing I can throw on the ground and see if I can angle it to maybe knock him or the, the mouth I'm out so of the dead. way. You I'm do so see on the <laughs> ground the, the manhole cover he had originally used to spray down the flaming horse and uh, realized that with the shape of it that you should be able to get a good bounce back off of it, hit the spider. All right, I'm doing my math in my head. I think I got it. So I'm just going to take a leap of faith here. Okay, great. And you double check the math and you've never been so sure because what you want to do is you want to throw it and bank it off of the um, the mailbox, the street lamp, and then to hit the spider in the back of the head and miss Anchorman. And sure enough, you get it exactly like that and it hits perfectly on the spider, avoiding Anchorman as it takes off the spider's head that's right above it. But then you forgot to add in the calculation for acidic spit as Anchorman is then covered and oh. is now covered Covered as acid, uh, the acidic spit is now eating through the webbing all around him and his flesh um, as it covers his face. The camera person pans to you, Anchorman, and goes in for a, a tight close-up waiting for your final line on air. I guess I just see this as, as the hopeless lost cause that it is and, like, rip the rest of the web, stand up and do, like, the, like, spin around thing with the anchor and just... In my last words, as my head dissolves, I'll say something like, Shit, now I have to think of a new thing. Oh no, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> is that your final words? Yeah, no, you know what, that's it. That is actually it. <laughs> now I have to think of a new thing. I wasn't prepared for this, and I, I tossed, I 
rocket the anchor up at the big spider probably futilely and then die you stand up and you do like the intro like news anchor move and looks directly in the camera and just as you said you go like oh shit i wasn't prepared for any of this and you hurl your anchor up in the air and it goes flying towards the giant spider and um with it your arm stays attached because it was burning (laughs) off anyways and you turn and look back in the camera and your jaw falls off followed by the rest of your face as you die and then once again the camera people are now turning back to the warcaster who is right next to the van from behind they hear thuds on the van as more spider eggs land all around the warcaster what do you do yeah when i calculated my own death i was the first to go so i am not prepared for this situation at all i guess it i i try to get everybody in the van because i figure if we drive it really fast we can maybe gain ourselves some time away from this batch of spiders you try to you realize like your best way out is uh going to the van and you try to get to it but you realize that there's too many spiders on it and you're not able to get to it and you once again trying to calculate like you couldn't even figure out how your own death was going to happen and you start to see a large shadow getting larger and larger and it seems like something's coming from above as you look up um what you would assume to be the giant leg Uh, the giant third leg of the spider uh, crushing you, you actually look up in what seems to be a fighter jet that has the bottom of it cut out and the entire top was just left uh, flying in midair as you were just then crushed, not by a giant spider leg or spider itself, but the uh, fighter jet of one of the two jets you saw earlier flying above. The news was... Never the same after that. Not because of their deaths, just because the landscape of the news hasn't been the same since networks have gone to a 24-hour news cycle and you can get information as soon as it drops on your phone. Are we better for it? Who can say, really? I just know one thing. I think the news is boring and I don't involve myself in politics. Speaking of politics, let's check back in on Leg 1 and how Heavendale's soon-to-be senator and his friends are doing. I want to grab the blowtorch. Jackpot, you go to grab the blowtorch. <laughs> you trip while trying to grab it, and it sends you tumbling behind the person uh, with, with the blowtorch. And you can tell the, the, the line that it's connected to for, like, the gas and stuff like that is exposed. And you go to try to grab it again. And all you do is pull the tube that is sending in uh, the gas to it. And the guy's, like, now starting to try to click it and wondering what, what's happening. The grappling hook line that you were able to put up is loosening as you uh, get stabbed more and more as this guy tries to figure out oh why his blood torch isn't working. My body! My beautiful I'm body! I'm climbing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. We're going up. Keep holding it. You're doing an amazing job. <laughs> I'm just standing there. These cultists are stabbing my plastic body. I'm, I'm just Sometimes, giant distraction. Sometimes just standing there is the bravest thing we can do. <laughs> I'm just going to pop my head off and I'm just going to hold it up with my with my two nubs on my wrists. <laughs> and then I'm just going to hold it as high as possible. And all you can hear me say is just not the face <laughs> as they start stabbing my body. Oliver, are you making your way up there to yep. the leg? 
Go and hunt up there. I'm sure things will be great on the ground. <laughs> Jackpot's got this. Oh, for sure. You? 100%. Yeah. Jackpot, you hear from behind you, and no longer the click of a blowtorch, but um, somebody pulls out a flamethrower. They're running towards action figure as the cultists start to scream out, we're stabbing them, but it's weirdly just kind of making holes that aren't bleeding. I don't understand the anatomy of this person. Uh, I want to tackle the dude with the flamethrower. I'm sure that'll be fine. You tackle him and wrestle him, and it sends the flamethrower in the air as another spider egg comes launching off the back of the spider and hits the flamethrower midair, causing a giant explosion, sending all of the cultists back, exploding action figure's body, sending his detached head up into the air. As it lands, where where does my head land? Can I try to catch his head? Oh yes! Oh yeah, you yes. catch his head. Like you, you, yes. you, the head flies up in the air, and Jackpot is able to catch it. I want to, I want to look up at you, Jackpot, and I want to say, "Do I still look beautiful?" Definitely, one hundred percent, man. You're living on the edge. <laughs> For as you're uh, as you're climbing up the rope, it starts to give out because it's no longer being tied to anything, and you uh, have a decision: Are you going to try to jump on the leg, or are you going to try to jump on the ground? Oh, I'll jump on the leg! Okay. I got to get up on that leg. You go and jump on the leg, and as soon as you hit it, what looked like just to be fine spider hairs from afar um, are actually razor sharp and no. uh, pointy, no. <laughs> pointy hairs, and as oh. immediately as you land on the spider leg, you are just impaled with hundreds of pencil size, uh, like, st- stabbing hairs in your body as you are just in immense pain. They're called urticating hairs. There we go. Thank you. I wish I would have known that seven sessions ago. I have, I have said the dumbest shit to describe spider hair. Am, am I still alive? Yeah, you're still alive, but uh, you're, you're in ahead. a lot of pain. Yeah, so we get that shot of, like, jumping through the air and just landing and just the cuts and the blood and everything just, like, seeping down between the urticating hairs. There's a moment where Aguifer goes, I have to dig deep. I have to dig deeper than I've ever dug. And just, like puts his hands on two of them and starts to like pull the hairs apart trying to make a sinkhole in the actual spider. You put uh, your hands on it. It's really gross too because like to get your hands on the actual spider you literally just have to like push them into, push them all the way down. Yeah, oh, push God. them all the way down. Let's as, be real, like, this is our brand. Yeah, as they just start <laughs> to just pierce through your hands and with all of your might, you successfully create a hole in the first leg of the spider. And yes. you hear this giant ear-piercing scream come from the giant spider as the hole forms larger and larger and you then fall through it. And like, as he falls through, he's shouting out, you're messing with Heavendale. I'm gonna let that sink in. <laughs> oh, you've been holding on to that one. <laughs> and as you give that finishing line, you fall into the same hole that was connected to the underground water passage that uh, the cultists had fallen into with Action Figure's hand, and you are immediately swept under and you drown. Perfect. Feels good. Feels right. Wait, wait, is he he's drowning? I will, I will, can you toss my head and use me as a buoy? Jesus. The head you're holding just told you to toss it. Um, toss me. Can I toss you at the spider instead? Do you think you could do something to the spider? I will chew on it. 
until it dies. Uh, I'm I'm throwing him at the spider leg. All right, you throw it at the spider leg. It hits the spider leg and is immediately held into place as it's pierced by uh by the spider hair. Oh God. And and uh, you try to chew at it, but you can't because your head landed like back first. Uh, the only thing you see is the spider is now. Uh, reeling with pain as the hole in its leg, it sees you there and and starts to <laughs> scrape away your head. And the last thing you see is the mouth of a spider as you're engulfed and your beautiful plastic head <laughs> is melted by the acidic acid within the spider's mouth. What's Ooh. your, do you have an end line you want to say? Remember me for who I was. Not what I look like now. You whisper that to yourself <laughs> yep. uh, as as we cut back to Jackpot <laughs> on the ground and oh all the headshots you had from your body that exploded are floating back down. And the spider leg actually uh, retreats from the area and seems like it's, it's kind of shifting a little bit due to the fact that it actually was injured, leaving Jackpot alone with only the cult leader left uh, who was very badly injured. And he comes up to you and starts to tell you... <sighs> Uh, the prophecy always said that all but one would fall by the giant spider and one would stand and there they are the true leader and as this uh, is being told to you and you're starting to be filled with uh, uh, illusions of grandeur <laughs> a giant anchor falls from the sky and crushes you to death <laughs> the only oh way I could ever God. have gone out Oof. Not a good look for Heavendale to have its first Latinx senator murdered the day before he takes office. But hey, what doesn't kill you makes it... Oh, you know what? I don't think that applies here because it did kill them. Speaking of death, let's go back to the park with death spray and all the puppies and kids at leg two. Death spray, another uh, hit of acid hits your can body, and you can feel that you're going to start to be losing uh, the pressure inside of you, which is kind of like your life force. What are you doing? Well, right now is my one last effort to defeat the spiders. I'm going to start spraying with one hand, and then in the other hand, I pull out a lighter. <laughs> you turn and uh, do you have do you do you do you have like a uh, a catchphrase or a last? This is Spider Day. As you push down your head spray and light up a lighter, and then a giant explosion comes from around you, engulfing in flames all of the spiders that were around you and destroying the colon wall. But also, you do take out a couple of kids and puppies in the process. <laughs> Uh, as no. as death spray uh, sprays her last sprays her last spray and dies. <laughs> You have all seen one of your teammates fall. With the explosion, another uh, shriek from the spiders comes out as more and more uh, spider eggs are landing down around you. And uh, Astrid's getting confused on if the kids are actually asking for help or asking how to spell help. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to spell help. Everything's on fire. We, we need some water. We need some water. W-A-T-T. You, you spell out uh, Watt and electricity starts to crackle and shoot from the sky as, as lightning starts to rain down all around you, um, taking out a few of the spiders, but also um, uh, a giant uh, lightning bolt 
hits next to you, uh, Astrid, as you go flying back uh, into the arms of uh, into the arms of a spider <laughs> as he starts to wrap you up in some webbing. Medusa, you are now inches away from another spider's mouth as more webs are are, are being uh, flung on onto you, and it's getting harder and harder to fight back. Uh, I'm going to desperately reach over and grab some of the bread that this puppy is shedding. And I yell, "Get ready for a knuckle sandwich!" And I start <laughs> hitting the, and I start hitting the the spider with the with the bread desperately. You scream out, "Get ready for a knuckle sandwich!" As this bread uh, wraps wraps around your fist, making two, uh, like you know, like the Hulk gloves that you see kids have. It's like that, but it's made out of bread. And you just immediately like punch into the spider's face, and uh, you see it like stop for a second, and then you think that you've you've done well, but it just. This is the first time this spider's ever tasted bread and it realized how much it likes it as it starts to just eat your arm whole. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it lets out a similar shriek to you that you heard earlier when they were being attacked, but this one seems a bit uh, not as alarming, but um, kind of more of just like a, hey, y'all, bread's tight. Come check it out. Like, yell. If you would, I don't know what a spider would sound like if it said that, but it does pretty much in spider. As more spiders start to flock towards you, because I think as you're frantically trying to fight off this spider you're turning more and more things around you into bread and it's just drawing more spiders onto you as you're just slowly being swarmed to death uh blue bullet what are you up to oh i've got puns <laughs> uh, you got, oh yeah give me some puns please please okay oh no uh this isn't good no matter how you slice it i've made my bread it looks like i'm going to lie in it <laughs> I think this is a good this is a good moment for you as I think that like as these spiders are all closing in on you and you just sprout uh, bread pun after bread pun you're like you start to see certain parts of the spiders like some legs and thoraxes are starting to turn into different types of bread and and you know it's and then at one point you maybe even turn a few of the spiders themselves into bread but all you're doing is just drawing more and more attention because all of these all of these spiders love bread so much as you are just swarmed and and they they eat you eat you alive and what's the last bread pun you whisper as you 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 you're with your final breath? I think my puns are getting a little stale. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and with that, Bredusa lets out her last bread pun as a spider like sends a final bite into her chest and Bredusa has died. Blue bullet. <laughs> you so now mean. you now you've seen two of your teammates die. Astrid has just been knocked back by a uh, lightning bolt and you seem to be one of the last ones standing and there's kids and puppies running around being terrified and um, above you you see the second leg um, lifting up in the air and, uh, and it's about to come crushing down on you. What do you do? I feel I also feel myself getting weaker because I'm running out of water and I say no. Yeah. I cannot go out like my father, Blue Bullet Senior. <laughs> and I just and I just start like a Hail Mary of just like all the water in my body just leaves and I like push it towards the spider leg. <laughs> yeah, you're you're able to just like the spider leg is being held off in the air cuz you're you're using the full force of your of your water powers to hold it at bay and you're you're able to let a few more kids escape and the, and that's holding off long enough. And so we're cut back to Astrid who's now on the ground after um being knocked back by a lightning bolt. You, you you're seeing all the chaos around you and you kind of realize that you know it's it's now or never. She's pretty shook that she's seen all her friends die. <laughs> her new friends she just discovered her powers. She was so excited about them. I can't do this alone. I need help. H E L L. As you spell out hell, 
<laughs> Bursts of flame start to erupt from the ground around you as 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 an almost like a mini volcano immediately starts to erupt fire and brimstone and and demonic like figures start to rise up grasping the spiders and ripping them apart but also doing the same to children and kids uh, and puppies alike as as the park of Heavendale is now infested and turned into a small hellscape and the last thing uh, that Astrid sees are skeletal hands gripping her around the face as she is pulled down to the underworld and dies <laughs> leaving blue bullet alone as she feels the last of her water inside of her body being drained as she's trying to slowly hold off the the spider leg and is now seeing this demonic landscape uh, appear in front of her what do you do i feel like i just resign myself to accept my fate <laughs> So, yeah, so Blue Bullet <laughs> realizes what's happening, just leaves the last of uh, leaves the last of her hydration. Uh, instead of going from her hands, it comes out of her eyes as she cries one <laughs> single tear as the second spider leg crushes her. Fun trivia! That's why there's still an active portal to hell in the park. Back to the now cleared out protest site at leg seven where Bone Daddy, Mr. Ghost, and the Shadow were doing uh I still don't get what their plan was at all, so let's just see him die already. As you're all fighting this, you hear a barking from the side. You see run in as all of you know this dog as the Heavendale hero dog that is back from the Great War. And you see on top of his back is uh, what can only be described as a cat best friend as the hero dog lunges and attacks Mr. Ghost in the spider body. <laughs> Mr. Ghost, you feel the, the fangs of the hero dog bear down into you as in the spider form. As I pray for any form of death while I'm on fire, uh, and after I sort of, I have the sort of, um, the secondary effects of like killing my children, like I feel that as well. So I just, I just let it happen. I let it eat me. Let it bite me. You all oblivion. watch as Mr. Ghost submits to the hero dog as the hero dog just like rips it to shreds and then the body of, of this... Spider lets out his last breath as Mr. Ghost is released and is now once again back in ghost form. I I I it's, I say thank you to the dog for freeing me from my prison. The dog just gives you a knowing nod and a yip, <laughs> and the cat hops back on its back and it runs away. He oh, you're doing me a favor. We did it. Yeah, we did yeah. it. Has has the large spider moved at all, or is it just standing yeah, the, still? Yeah, the leg is kind of like moving around, stomping around, knocking over buildings and stuff like that. As you guys are trying to sur survey this, you see one more uh, spider pod land, and uh, from it emerges. A enormous spider. It is 12 feet tall and lands on the ground looking at the carcass of the five foot tall spider that has the carcasses of these smaller spiders uh, still impaled on its legs. It lets out a giant screech and jumps right for the shadow. Quick, Mr. Ghost, possess it. I, I attempt to possess the uh, abnormally large spider. Uh, you attempt to possess this spider as you try to do the jump. You feel like it's not working like it did the last time and that maybe there's uh, your, your ghost powers need a little bit to recharge. Oh, right. So, so uh, Bone Daddy's here. I'm gonna jump on its back and try to like stick my hand into its head and possess it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like, jump into it. its brain. 
<laughs> you jump into its back and try to punch into the back of the spider. As you do, you are successfully able to uh, punch into the back of it. But as you do it, you hear the spider let out like a hiss uh, from the pain. But you then feel your hand is melting off because once you punch into it, it is now covered in acidic spit. And you start to see your hands dissolving in acid. Oh no, uh, my valuable as- bones! Well, it's freeing the bones from the, 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 from the skin. Oh yes, my valuable bones. Now you can fire them as projectiles because you can oh, still control yeah. them. Okay, so I pull my skeleton hand out of it and I go ping, 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 and I like shoot all of the finger bones at it. Yeah, so you start shooting finger bone bullets into the back of it and um, are you know you're you're thrown off, but the spider definitely seems a little hurt as um, you now have oh. no hand, but the the bones from your hand are lodged into the spider and shadow you in the fray of this chaos. You do get a swipe from the spider's leg, knocking you down on the ground. Can I use? I've still got my flaming sign. Can I like throw it like like a flare, like with the T Rex in Jurassic Park, to try and like get the spider to run into the a wall or something? Can I distract it with my flaming sign? <laughs> you throw up the flaming sign trying to make it do a Jurassic Park T-Rex run. You kind of just throw it up in the air. It reaches the maximum height, starts to fall back down, and you realize, you realize you've never thrown something so perfectly straight up in the air before as it then comes <laughs> barreling back down and then stabs you in the gut. <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> there's now a flaming protest sign sticking out of your stomach. You know, you're not dead yet, but you're starting to bleed out because it was a pretty pretty big gut hit. Damn it. I think everyone probably thinks that I'm uh, a twat for that, which is probably fair enough. <laughs> and you, and you, so do you hear your own thoughts then? Yes, I do. Oh, God. <laughs> my, I, through, with my superpowers, yeah. I hear my own thoughts, and I think that I'm a tool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bone Daddy... As you start to shoot more and more of your bones out, it's weird. Your bones seem somewhat resistant to this uh, acid, but your skin is just peeling off more and more as as it spreads on your body, exposing more of your bones. Oh, great. I sort of love... I'm figuring at this point, it's like, I'm like in my 70s. I've had a pretty good life. I might as well be a skeleton. So I just sort of like let the acid take my skin off. And I like cackle and I like my teeth rattle around while I do it. (laughs) (laughs) Great. You all watch Bone daddy willingly submit to the acid as uh his skin just slowly falls off until eventually you see standing in front of you a skeleton covered in in the blood and the dripping flesh that was once upon him as you see him cackle and his teeth rattle and then you realize although you uh, are now now in your truest form you did actually need all of that stuff to live you do let out a final skeleton cackle as your bones just kind of fall to the ground can i as my last like action can i have my rib cage fall to the ground and one of the bones like hits it like a xylophone and it plays like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you summon back the finger bones that were lodged into the uh into the 12 foot tall spider and do a fun little xylophone exit tone you do the xylophone thing and then mr ghost and the shadow you you just see Bone Daddy's bones just shoot out everywhere all around you. A few lodge into the shadow, and then a few would have lodged into Mr. Ghost, but, you know, as he is a ghost. I clap in, in amazement. It's how Bone Daddy would have wanted to go. <laughs> can I, uh, I don't, I'm sure I'm, like, dead now, but can I, can it, like, 
I want it to be clear that like Bone Daddy was a bad man and you can tell he's like going to hell now. <laughs> just what's yeah. left of his flesh just erupts into flames for no reason. Yeah, there's <laughs> he that. Screams. Actually, you do see this uh, happen whenever he dies. Mr. Ghost can see it since you're a ghost. You do see the ghosts of Bone Daddy get pulled towards the second leg as if it's being pulled to hell itself. I yank on my collar and, and decide immediately to never uh, finish being a ghost. Yeah, Mr. Ghost, you you are left watching the shadow on the ground uh, slowly bleed out from the picket sign that's lodged in its stomach. And several and also, bones. Also, all of the uh, bones from Bone Daddy that <laughs> have embedded into his flesh. What do you two do? Uh, with my last breath, can I uh, take Bone Daddy's femur and try and jam it in the mouth of the giant spider so it's like its mouth is like stuck open like ah so it can't hurt anyone yeah you grab the femur uh because you can tell the spider's coming to attack you and you shove the femur inside the uh mouth of the 12 foot tall spider it then secretes acidic poison on your face dealing its final blow as you as you die on the ground well with my with my last thoughts I choose to think something bad about the spider instead. That's my, my my final act is to think something bad about someone else for a change. Yeah, and <laughs> Instead you, of hearing you, someone else thinking about me. You realize this whole time you could have been projecting negative thoughts about other people onto them. As the spider lets its guard down long enough for you to be able to stab it with the femur because you start to point out its flaws and it's never really had to um, look inward on itself or have any real criticism. <laughs> Moral victory. And then kind you of. die. Uh, Mr. Ghost. <laughs> Mr. Ghost thinks uh, extremely negative thoughts of sympathy so that he knows that the shadow can hear them. <laughs> and then kind of realizes that he's not really that invested in what's happening here now that he's now that he's effectively immortal and he just kind of shrugs and uh, wanders off to see what's going on with the protesters and trying to figure out which one of them he has to keep alive forever. Okay, great. Yeah, you just kind of uh, realize that this is no longer a matter for you because it's a matter for the mortal realm and you are now a ghost. And so you kind of just survey the situation and uh, I think give a nice little saunter off. He just goes to the moon and builds a clock. And with that, all but one hero was left, blindside at City Hall, facing off against Leg 8. Be honest, this is a rough day for me. Uh, <laughs> I've been cut up by tax and ice shrapnel and burnt by fire and acid and steam. And I wonder sometimes where I went wrong, and I think it was teaming up with people whose power is tripping hazards. <laughs> And uh, you're, you're sitting on the steps of City Hall as you're just kind of contemplating this, seeing all this crazy shit go down, and then, uh, and, uh, and then you, you, you start to hear, um, it just sounds like so many of the battles of Spider Day have just gone poorly, and just there's so much destruction all around Heavendale, and then you start to hear uh, a similar sound to when the first giant spider came but even larger uh as you see in the horizon a second larger spider walks up and it is just tearing over heaven to this first this first giant spider is 100 feet tall and you thought that's, that is the, that is definitely the biggest spider I, that has ever existed probably the biggest spider i thought i would ever see for sure and yeah Coming in at over 300 feet tall is a second larger spider that immediately just walks up 
and just plunges a, a spider leg just through like the mouth and chest of the second spider, lifting it up and just tossing it uh, just just far, far away. Uh, you can't even see like where it would land. It's just it's a monstrosity, and then this second spider just leaves. So yeah, you see Mayor Jonah Jackson uh, start to crawl out of the of a bush next to you, and uh, to hide yourself, you go invisible as the mayor like stands up next to you, and uh, just <laughs> you're saying you're like, "Oh my God, a second larger spider? What? I, why would this? Where did this come from?" I I, I put my arm around the mayor, still invisible, <laughs> and I say, "Mayor, you know it's true." What you used to always say when you were running for re-election, there's always a bigger spider out there. And uh, he he hears this, and you slowly turn back visible as you say that, and he just screams, and then shoots you. <laughs> as you bleed out. <laughs> God. As you bleed out oh on, on the steps God. of City Hall. Holy shit, that's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, this happens as you as you fall and bleed out in the steps of City Hall and bleed out as you are the the last person uh, to die in the in the Battle of Spider Day. And the mayor looks around and just goes, Oh fuck. <laughs> How am I gonna spin this? And he turns to his left and sees the bush that he was hiding and goes, ah, the spider bush. They'll all believe the spider bush. And that is the end oh, <laughs> of Spider God, Day. That was so funny. And that, children, is the story of Spider Day. Wait, why would you put in there that you killed someone? And why did you tell us that story? Everyone just died. Not only did they die, they actually did more harm than good. Except for the real hero. It was just the second larger spider that did anything. Yeah, they're right. This could have just been told in a few minutes. What was the point of any of this? Uh, well, uh, future voter, that's a great question and I can tell, um, uh, shit. Kaylin, get me the Men in Black Mind Wipe Machine. Here you go, Mayor Jackson. The way... <laughs> You know, Kaylin, every year I tell myself, don't tell the part about where you kill someone and make up a whole holiday and tradition like Spider Day and the Spider Bush to cover your own tracks. And no matter what, I always seem to forget it. I wonder why that is. Oh, what's this button do? Hello, kids. Happy April 17th, or as it's known in Heavendale, Spider Day. Spider Day, Spider Day, Spider Day, Spider Day, Spider Day. Hey everyone, it's Joel. I just wanted to thank you for checking out the bonus episode of Spider Day. This is uh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever done, and I am so grateful to everyone that went along with <laughs> the stupid idea. Thank you to all of our guest players. Special thank you to Jonah Jackson, who uh, the mayor is based off of and named after, and who voiced the mayor for the narration parts of this. Uh, and special thanks to anyone else that's been involved and helped us. Make sure to stick around. Uh, we have credits so you can find everybody that was on the episode and you know find out how, ways to support them and check them out. Uh, if you're listening to this before April 19th, uh, we have a special charity stream that we are going to be doing. We have a lot of great people from other podcasts going to run games and I just have a lot of fun on our Twitch channel. 
It is to raise money for Covenant House Georgia, an amazing youth shelter here in Georgia. And if you're listening to this afterwards, all the streams will be up on our YouTube. If you want access to each of these Spider Day sessions, but you want them individually and not in a over three hour long episode, go check out our Patreon. If you subscribe at the $5 level or above, you will get access to every Spider Day session. Uh, They'll have a little bit extra that didn't make the final cut of the episode, but those are available on our $5 level. If you want to check out any of this stuff that we have from the stream, all of that's available to patrons at $2 for audio-only episodes, and the full videos will be available on YouTube for everybody for anything that happens on the stream. So thank you all for <laughs> checking this out and listening, and, uh, you know, if you like this, you know, like I said, you know, go check us out on Patreon. This was a huge undertaking, and I don't know if I can do something like this again or not. Um, once again, make sure to stick around for the credits, and thank you so much for listening to Spider Day. Leg, Leg one. one. Hi, I'm Brandon Leon Gambetta. I am the author of Pasión de las Pasiones, host of Stop, Hack, and Roll, and Protean City Comics, which is a Masks actual play, as well as the host-slash-GM of the Latin Explosion Masks stream, which is an all-Latinx, all-superhero streaming event on Wednesdays. It's been on hiatus for March and part of april but it's going to be kicking back into gear soon and i'm really excited about it you can find me on twitter at dr captain cobalt or at my website brandonleongambetta.com every single link to all of my different things including my new youtube videos uh my name is daniel kwan uh i design uh tabletop role-playing games and produce podcasts you might know me from uh, asians represent we talk about um asian issues in the tabletop gaming space and highlight the contributions of asian creators uh to the gaming world uh i make my own games through dundas west games uh, I've released Zany Zoo, uh, and I'm currently in the process of finishing up Ross Rifles, a World War One powered by the Apocalypse hack. I'm also one of the co-founders of Level Up Gaming, an organization uh, based in Toronto uh, that provides adults with autism and other disabilities opportunities to develop their social skills through gr- group gaming experiences. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel H. Kwan and learn more about me and find all the links to my stuff at DanielHQuan.com. Hi, I'm Tori Sheldon. By day, I'm a writing teacher and graduate student at UMass Amherst, but by night, I'm an artist and recently a game designer. In fact, my very first game, which is currently in playtesting, is a three-page RPG inspired by this very Spider Day special. Uh, And if you want to hear more about that, you can follow me on Twitter at DayRanilin, D-A-E-R-A-N-I-L-E-N. Or you can join the Critical Bits Discord, which is probably a lot easier to find and less difficult to spell. On the leg two! My name is Ashley, and I play Rachna, the half-orc paladin. I'm Kim, I play Trigus Garganath, a triton bard. And I am Alexa, and I play Kai, a changeling rogue. And I am Becca, I am our DM, and we are the Dice Girls. You can find us on Twitter, at the Dice Girls. Leg Leg three! Hey, uh, I'm Maggie Mayfish. Um, You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Maggie and May, spelled M-A-E, and fish just like the animal. Um, I do uh, film and, like, cultural analysis, and, yeah, I write a lot, so I'm on Twitter all day, so come hang out with me. Hi, I'm Tommy Ray. I am a writer, artist, sort of mix. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Elemento, or you can find my 
art and writing at Tommy Tonebender on Tumblr. And that's about it. Hi, I'm Casey uh, Manovsky or Manovsky Article on Twitter. Uh, you can find me I on Twitter at Manovsky Article. I talk about comics, horror, horror comics, usually. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, my name is Jimmy. I also go by Sunder on the internet. You can find me at SunderCR on Twitter and pretty much everything else. Uh, sometimes I make uh, analytical YouTube videos about video games and game design and... Uh, I shit post a lot, so if you like that, you should check that out. Leg like four. four! We are the Roaring Trainers, a real play D&D 5e Pokemon podcast set in the jazz age of the Kanto region. Um, I play the GM. I'm Adam. I play Atticus. I'm Aaron. I play Wesley. And I'm Nick, also known as Sendorn. Leg, Leg five. five. Um, I'm Amos Glass. I work at the National Repertory Theater. And um, I'm playing a bunch of little side quests for fun. I'm Brooke. I play Tabitha. I'm Sarah. I play Zara. I'm Jonah. I play Rourke Blackwater on the Quest Company. And I'm Andrew Johnson. I DM for the Quest Company. We're a live play 5e podcast with a tiefling pirate, a human assassin, and uh, a, a skeleton necromancer and one very confused cleric trying to tow a moral line. Like six. six. I'm Jonah. I play Rourke Blackwater on the Quest Company. I'm Jake, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Bazukinier. I mean, it's a weird name, I know. It's from Polish-ish, kind of. It's a long story. Uh, but uh, I would have to spell it, and I don't feel like it, so I hope you'll find it just from me saying it. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, so there is that. Yeah, I I do have a podcast, but again, it's in Polish. So I'm not sure how many of our listeners are Polish. If you are, you can find me on uh, Pieszora Popkultury. That's what it's called. Yeah, and uh, I guess that's it. You can also find me on Critical Bits Discord, where I just shit post around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Hi, I am Jack, and I have two things worth mentioning. I uh, help run a website called autosave.tv, which is, it's a gaming website, but it's nice. You know, we're all about uh, being supportive and inclusive and calling out stuff that isn't okay. And we also do lots of really, really goofy stuff. Um, I'm also a musician. You can find me on Bandcamp as People Need Goals. Uh, I have uh, an EP and two albums uh, up on there to buy. The EP, I think, is the best thing, but go nuts. Like seven. Hi, I'm um, I'm Kathleen Kennedy. I'm an American film producer, uh, currently in charge of the Star Wars intellectual property. Uh, no, sorry, I'm. I had to Google who who was in charge of. I Google CEO of Star Wars to try and find out that information. <laughs> but I got a real answer, so hey, whatever. Um, I'm I'm H Bomb. I I do YouTube videos. You can find me at YouTube.com/slash H Bomb Guy. Hey, I'm uh, I'm Branson Reese. I was Bone Daddy. I'm a I'm a cartoonist and comedian. You can uh, you can read my cartoons at uh, Swanboy.com. My name is Ollie Thorne. I, I play the role of the shadow <laughs> in this podcast. Uh, I run a YouTube channel called Philosophy Tube. Uh, if you come there and think bad things about me, I won't be able to hear them. Uh, but you can come and think nice things about me and write them in the comments. The skies of Heavendale. Heaven well, I am uh, Tom Snowden. Uh, I am one half of Head to Table. And I am Tom Rawson. I'm the other half of Head to Table. And Head to Table is our podcast where each week we design a brand new tabletop RPG uh, out of 
thin air. And then we try and playtest it as well in the same episode. Uh, some of the games are great fun. Some of them have a lot of mechanical imbalances, but all of them are pretty mental and good fun to make. And why not check it out? We're on headtotable.com, um, and you can find us on Twitter at headtotable. Leg8. I am the GM, Joel Perez. <laughs> I'm Shelby. I'm Shannon. I'm Kevin. And I'm Paul. And punch the first spider in the face. <laughs> <laughs>